What's going on, everybody? So today I want to do a few things. We don't have an intro video because I'm going to just give it to you from my heart and from my soul and let people know why I deleted my last live stream, why I'm taking a break for a few weeks. I'm not going to post any new videos and also just what I'm seeing and why I don't even like what I do that much anymore. I still enjoy it. I'm still grateful in certain ways. Uh, but I just want to keep it really real with you guys. I feel like my honesty and transparency has always been one of the reasons that people watch. So I just wanted to lay it all out for you guys, how I've been feeling, what I've seen, and why my energy's changed over the last few years, because things are just not, I don't see them the same way as a lot of people, and it is what it is. So I'm not apologizing for how I feel or anything like that. This isn't a uh, Hollywood forced moment. It's just, I want to give it to you how I actually think, lay it all out there, tell you what I'm thinking, take a few break, a uh, few weeks break, come back and then see where we're at. So I'm just going to wait until everybody comes in real quick from Facebook and YouTube. Sip on my coffee slow. Then I see Facebook, I see YouTube. And now I'm going to do something I usually don't do and maybe I should in the future. I'm not going to look at the chat the entire time. So now that you guys are here, appreciate you. I'll read stuff in the future. Let me let me tell you guys how I feel real quick. All right. I want to take accountability because I always talk about self-accountability, self-awareness, and I think everything starts with you. So I'm not going to point the fingers at people in my audience or point the fingers at other social media influencers, anything. I'm going to start with myself. When I got everything, uh, and I'm not even talking about money. I had no money. I had no car. I, you know, Nobody really cared, but I had a little success with rap and stuff. My life changed when I started living in the present moment. I didn't have a lot, but I was so grateful, so appreciative, and I was really there. You know the difference between someone who's there and who's not. If you're talking to somebody and they're present versus if you're talking to somebody and they're on their cell phone and they're not listening to you, you could feel the difference between someone's energy. So there's one thing in saying you're present and there's another thing of really being present. But just like when you're in a conversation with somebody, you could tell the difference between someone who's there living in the moment and someone who's just their heads all over the place, right? So a lot of keys to what helped me in life and what just made me happy, what gave me purpose. Um, I lived in the present and I really was that person. I really was grateful. I really didn't stress about a lot of stuff. I didn't care what other people did. I didn't care if Republicans disagreed with me. I didn't care what liberals did. Everyone's like, Anomaly used to be so chill. It was totally different. Like, you know, you weren't angry, you weren't hateful. And I kind of agree with people in some ways. I'm definitely a different person. I'm older. I think in some ways I'm wiser, but I want to get to the moment that all this stuff changed. My hippie type thoughts of like, I'm so Zen, I'm so chill. They only matter so far as much as I'm allowed to feel that way. Even living in a crappy city, I was somewhat free. And then the lockdowns happened and it changed everything. And I'm taking accountability because maybe I shouldn't have changed my mindset, but everything shifted from that moment because it went from me being like, I don't care what they think. I don't care what the left thinks. I don't care what the right thinks. Yeah, if I want to move, I can move. But I like the city, whatever. It's not that bad. It's kind of crazy, but I like a little crazy. Then it became you have to stay in your house. You can't go to a grocery store. You can't go to work. You're an essential worker. And I I, I lost my zen, my zenness at that moment. I lost the a lot of the keys that made me successful and happy of living in the present moment because all of a sudden I couldn't go anywhere. And all of a sudden you had the government, both sides, by the way, for at least a couple of weeks or a couple of months telling us that we couldn't do anything. So 
this lifestyle that I had that I enjoyed for so long of, I don't care what the left thinks. I don't care what the right thinks. I'm going to report the truth. I'm going to defend Trump when I think it's right. I'm not a coward, but I'm so chill. I don't even, I'm not going to let you losers ruin my life. From that moment on, I couldn't be that person anymore because I couldn't go anywhere. And then if I tried to go to a grocery store for two years, they're screaming at me and I have to freak out and get in a fit every single second because I'm not a pushover. So if I'm walking into a grocery store, hey, sir, can you do this and that? I feel like I'm being attacked by like the, you know, the Stasi or something. I don't even know if that's the right, uh, <laughs> I don't know, terminology because I'm just saying what other people have said, but I don't know. Insert police force, insert bad people from a movie, insert bad people from history, whatever you want to believe that's how I felt everywhere I went. So it's like this, this mindset that I had just wasn't working anymore. So I think I did get angrier. I don't want to get angry. I don't want to get mad at my audience or mad at Republicans. I just was because it's like, I can't even exist anymore. I can't like the only way and maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should have just sat at home and, and sat in the corner and said, peace, kumbaya. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm a news analyst. I'm going to, uh, especially at a time when a lot of people were not doing this, a lot of people were not telling the truth. A lot of people couldn't see through the lies. I remember I did a, a debate in May of 2020. You could look it up if you could find it with Nuance Bro. And Nuance Bro was saying that it should be 50% capacity and everyone should wear masks. And I, and this is a whatever he considers himself, conservative or libertarian or nuanced, bro. And I'm like, bro, these places have to be 100% open. And, and it, he's like, no, 50% open and masks. And everyone was driving me crazy. Not only was the left persecuting me where I lived, not only could I not go anywhere, not only could I not be Zen and not be chill and live this lifestyle I'd enjoyed even with no money, because money didn't matter any, any, anymore. Ma money didn't matter anymore. Excuse me. Didn't matter if you had $10 million in this neighborhood or, or five cents, like you couldn't enter a grocery store without a mask. And, you know, maybe I guess if you're rich enough to live on a private jet. But long story short, everyone just started pissing me off. And, and I take accountability because maybe I shouldn't get pissed off. Maybe I should have never believed in the Republican Party so much or Trump so much or my peers so much. I don't know what it is, but there was a certain moment. And the first thing I want to do before I start pointing fingers is take accountability and point a finger at myself because my actions are my responsibility, my attitude, my emotions my thought process, me not living in the present moment is my fault. I need to get back to that because I'm a very joyful person. I love life. I still have a lot of those tendencies, but I feel like I've been in a rat race recently where I'm counting numbers, counting this, people saying this, that. It's like I'm not having fun on social media. Twitter, people say the same four things to me every day. They cry. They want to whine. They're mad at this and that. And I, and it's it's my responsibility to not read it or not take it seriously or not. You know, so I'm taking full accountability that I've just been miserable the last couple of months, not in life. I've had a great summer. My life is good. I've enjoyed myself. I'm so grateful. But with my work, I used to really enjoy it. It used to be rewarding because I'd put out a, a an episode about how they're locking us down or how this and that and the left's doing that. And everyone, for the most part, even though some left wingers are mad, a lot of people are like, Anomaly, that's great. We appreciate you, this and that. And I still get a lot of love. But now I'm met with almost as much resistance from my side where it's like I don't even like doing this stuff anymore because it's the people I'm trying to help that get the most pissed off at me. So I'm like, should I just live in the present in some other category? Because if I'm doing this, this is my life. If I if I have to talk about these topics, I'm going against the grain now. So I'm going to have to just walk into fire every single day and have people say the same things. And it just feels like a you know, we're like a Truman show at this point where it's like every day, same stuff. And, and, and like America's caught on a loop. But before I start saying what happened, I take accountability 
that I should get back to living in the present moment. I shouldn't let anyone bother me. And if I have to shift what I'm doing, then I have to shift what I'm doing. Boo hoo. That happens in life. Sometimes it happened to me. I never even thought I'd be here. So I take full accountability for that. Now, where I disagree with people politically, I don't think I should have gotten angry, but I, I don't know how you guys feel. And I'm not looking at the comments because I don't want to be derailed. But I I'm not the same person I was before the lockdowns, because before the lockdowns, I thought that even though things were going to get bad in certain areas, I never thought they'd lock down businesses. I'd never thought they'd close beaches. I never thought they'd fill up skate parks. I never thought they wouldn't let me into a restaurant. I, I feel like I'm in a horror movie where this guy's yelling at me some you know, Chumbo Wubbo is yelling at me with a mask on, acting like he's like the healthiest person in the world, telling me I can't sit at an outdoor patio. Like my life has not been the same since that moment. And I'm going to get into that more. But that shift in my attitude, it's my fault for allowing it to. But at the same time, I've, I felt inspired to get upset and to push back because I, I wanted to get people out of their house and back to their business because I feel like this was the craziest thing that ever happened. And even though I could work from home, I was reading stories, getting messages, and I felt like I, I had to put myself out there and go hard in the paint for, for the millions of people that were getting psychologically abused like myself, for the millions of people who are losing everything. Um, and I don't regret the work I did. That's not what I'm saying. I just I want to get back to the mindset that I had where I'm happy and enjoying what I do versus like miserable every time I make a video. So that's on me. But with the lockdown, this is when everything changed politically, too. And like, I just started getting away from a lot of other like right wing influencers. And uh, let me just take a sip of my coffee. Here's another thing. I never even enjoy my coffee. It goes cold every time. But that's what I do. It's not a hard job. I just. I want to enjoy it today. I actually want to like enjoy myself. I'm, I'm having a good day. But when the lockdown happened, if people remember Jan, I guess it was March, April, May, a lot of people went from being like, oh, I'm going to say this and I'm going to I'm going to really dive into the numbers. And they kind of just turned into like Trump megaphones, I would say. Right. So when I thought it was right to give Trump a megaphone, I'd give Trump a megaphone. When I thought it was right to defend Trump, I'd defend Trump. When Trump passed a spending bill I disagreed with in 2019, I disagreed with it. That was always my thing. I just like Trump because I felt like he was a really good leader. And it's like, what's there not to like? I'm not going to be a crazy hard critic of Trump. I'm not one of these purist type people that everybody keeps accusing me of being. I just felt like Trump was just executing on most things. And when he messed up, I'm like, whatever, it's not that big of a deal. But when you mess up during the pandemic, it is that big of a deal. And it's not a small deal. So I'm going to report on it. And I'm going to hold his feet to the fire metaphorically, obviously. So as March, April, May, June, a lot of people that I thought were smart, we've started, they started dropping like flies on the intellectual dark web, as they call themselves. Like Scott Adams turned into a nimwit for two years and now he's back, but you know, we lost him for two years. Sam Harris, I don't know if he ever recovered his mind from his like Trump derangement syndrome. That guy's gone. Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't know genders anymore. Uh, but then on the right, you had a lot of people that I thought would be there standing with me against this tyranny. And instead of actually doing the reporting that everyone needed, they just put a megaphone to Donald Trump. So that started giving me a rift in this world that I live in because people like James Woods and Jack Posebic, I like both of them. But they're basically just saying Sweden. Oh, Sweden is so deadly because they didn't lock down because Trump said that. So I realized, well, they're not doing the reporting I'm doing. They're just giving a megaphone to Trump, who for some reason is siding with the communists. For some reason, he's saying Sweden should have locked down like America. 
he's for some reason telling Georgia they should have stayed locked down. And then Trump became part of the establishment. Whether you think he made a mistake or he did it purposely or it's controlled opposition or he's your best friend, he's your uncle at a barbecue, just always trying to stand up for you. Whatever you want to say about it, that started happening. And my job, and I, I'm starting to realize that a lot of people don't want this. They want someone to just like, you know, like a pharmacy CEO, like Vivek Ramaswamy to just say everything they want to hear, even if he doesn't believe it. And maybe that's why the elites always win. And maybe that's why they get away with this stuff is because people act like sheep. Maybe maybe that's, you know, every philosopher at a certain point has come to the conclusion that people don't want to wake up. They lay the blueprint for them and people just trip over their own poop. And it's like, it's it's sad. It's 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 embarrassing, but like, maybe that's the future. Like maybe that's why certain people just run you in circles because you want to run in circles. I don't know. I, I was thinking like, maybe I should call this stuff out, but people are like, no, 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 no. If Trump says Sweden locked down, it, it, they should have locked down. And it's like, no, that's communist propaganda. I said it in March, April, May. I'm like, Trump's basically becoming a communist at this point by saying that another country should have locked down as heart of America. We lost our guy for whatever reason we lost our guy, right? So this is the beginning of the end of my fun in MAGA world because one, I don't have the same Zen attitude that I had because I can't even exist in reality without people telling me I can't access things that I used to access. Like now I'm a slave of the state. Now I'm a prisoner. Now after the vaccine came out a year later, I'm a third tier citizen. Everybody's looking at me like, well, I'll go to the sports game, but you know, maybe you'll get to go. Like I felt like every the whole world turned on me, right? So then coming into, I just want to say some of my disagreements with people from April, May, June, July, August, September, October. I felt like everybody was doing piss poor reporting. I felt like the elites had won. I felt like they had created this, you know, spectacle where people would fight each other, but people stopped critically thinking on both sides. And I felt more alone than I've ever felt because now all my peers and all the people that I thought would be there making total logical sense about freedom and liberty we're basically just running circles around Trump and that's all they really had the capability of doing. If he said it, they said it. If he said it, they said it. It's like, they're not really thinking anymore. So if Trump said something dope, they said something dope. If Trump said something whack, they said something whack. People turned into like parrots and robots. And I was like, dang, this is weird because the guy who was awesome for three years is now basically running around being a socialist and a pseudo communist kind of flip-flopping on things. He'll say this, he'll say this, he'll say open, then he'll say close the country again. He'll say it's them doing it. He'll say it's him doing it. I'm like, it's, it's getting weird. And I'm like, wow, what a good trap. And then at the same time, you have the people that are like really in deep where they're like anomaly, shut up. Trump's going to save the planet from his lockdowns. You know, his lockdowns are a secret strategy to arrest Chrissy Teigen in the Vatican. And these people were harassing me, threatening me. Like it was insane. Like it was Q-tards, as we call them sometimes, QAnon people who they, I, I remember, and I'm not going to name names, but I remember the exact people who put out YouTube videos that got millions of views saying, oh, Trump's locking the country down to arrest the Vatican. They were part of the commie propaganda. They were, whether they meant to be or not, I'm going to give everyone the benefit of the doubt today. They were controlled opposition, communist propaganda brainwashing a bunch of conservatives and libertarians that Trump is our king that is locking down the world to arrest the pedophiles in a foreign country. Like people were making videos like that, that were getting millions of views and they've never apologized and they've never admitted they were wrong. And I don't know what type of ego or narcissism that has to be to, to be, to, to push such an outlandish lie that now, you know, is wrong, but being such a psychopath that you won't even admit that you ever said it when everyone knows you said it. Like, I lost those people and they're like, shut the hell up. Don't criticize the lockdowns. It's 
And then three months later, they're like, Fauci sucks. We never even said that. So that threw me off like psychologically. I'm like, that's freaking crazy. Trump flip-flopping on these policies. Everybody like not having a brain of their own because they were programmed for three years to just, this guy's right, this guy's right, this guy's right, this guy's right. Crushing, 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 crushing. So then when it all goes down, people are like conditioned to just feel the same way about the person who's clearly not who he was two years ago. And I felt like we were just being psychologically just abused. And, and here's the thing with the, um, you know, before I move on, I want to see justice for what they did, not for myself, not because, oh, that some people are like, oh, that's all you want to talk about. Guys, that was the craziest. Let's not even get to the physical side of it and, and financial side of it. Psychologically, the way that they all abused us for 15 days and 30 days and 50 days and 80 days and you need a vaccine to go to the store and you need a mask to go to the store. And the fact that the Democrats did it and the Republicans caved, the fact that the Democrats did it and the Republicans funded it, the fact that the Democrats did it for two years and the Republicans did it for eight months. Republicans are controlled opposition, including Trump. People don't want to believe that because it's like Comic Con for adults. They just want to dress up and play with each other and, and pretend like they're so brave and they're so strong by living vicariously through a man that doesn't give a crap about them. And that's the movement now. And I don't agree with it and I don't apologize. I only apologize in any way for my own behavior and my own mindset and my own spirit, because that's something that no one can affect. That's my responsibility. But for my opinions and my reporting, I'm not sorry because it's right. It's the truth. And like people lost their mind. But I know why they did, because we got psychologically abused. So now three years later, after all that psychological abuse, not even talking about what they did to the economy and jobs and the vaccine mandates, just the psychological aspect of it. You have Joe Biden, who's the front runner in the Democratic Party, who doesn't want to talk about this stuff because it doesn't look good on him because he lied in 2020 about it to get elected. And then you have Donald Trump, who calls himself the father of the vaccine, who still never admits a single part of anything he did was wrong, unlike 99 percent of the party. And he's leading the Republican side. So it's a, it's two people who don't want to talk about this, the, the every aspect of the covid thing because they were both in on it, Trump and Biden. And who's now the secondary guy that's running up fake rapping Eminem songs? It's a pharmacy CEO who a year and a half ago is tweeting out George Soros op eds who nine months ago said he thinks Trump's a sore loser with Stacey Abrams in his book. He wrote in September of 2020. Now, all of a sudden, he's the biggest MAGA sycophant, a pharmacy CEO and a father of the vaccine versus Joe Biden. And nobody no, nobody thinks something's wrong. And the thing is, I've had intuition on this topic before with January 6th that everyone treated me the same way. And I want to get into that. They said, you don't understand. You don't. But my intuition was telling me something isn't adding up because I'm not a follower. I'm not a sheep. Yes, I'm a righteous man. Yes, I'm a brave man. I'm not afraid of like, you know, doing stuff for what I think is right. But if I don't think it's right, you can't bully me into doing it. Liberals couldn't bully me into, into not liking Trump when I like Trump. Republicans can't bully me into thinking Sweden should have locked down or I need to go to the Capitol and wear a mask on an airplane to go march in the street and take selfies. Like nothing was adding up to me. So from November to January, I didn't go to January 6th and I'm going to tell people why. And this is the same intuition I have about Trump and Vivek and all this other nonsense that nobody wants to talk about because they just want to play dress up and hang out. So when no November happened and the election happened, I felt like everybody else. I didn't think it was fair. I thought it was insane. Trump was up like 80, 90 percent. They stopped the vote. There's a water leak. They're waiting five hours. You know what I'm saying? They're counting the votes when everybody's asleep. Like it's insane. The election was insane. 
And the biggest part of the election that was probably the worst aspect of it that allowed everything to happen was the fact that every state got to do mass mail-in ballots and send them to every single person and change the entire structure of the mass mail-in ballot voting system. And if you look at that, that was signed off on the CARES Act that was signed off by Republicans and Democrats. So you'll never hear this on most Republican media. But once again, the Republicans set you up during the election. They're not the victim. They're not like outside the system and Democrats just did this behind their back. Democrats didn't have to do it behind their back because Republicans, including Trump, gave them all the money and the resources and the legality to do it when they signed these crazy bills. And, and some of the executive orders that he signed in 2019 and 2020 are equally insane when it comes to big pharma and the CDC and stuff. But nobody pays attention. Team red, team blue, blue guy, red guy, false paradigm, fake fight. Democrats do 20 times the crazy stuff. Republicans do less crazy stuff, but they're still moving the Overton window towards insane. So that's why none of this stuff really even matters anyway. Why was Trump waving a gay flag when he ran in office? And why was Obama against gay marriage? The Republican Party under Trump is gayer, maybe not like uh, I'm not saying like internally, but externally is gayer than Obama was when he ran for office. Why? Why is that? Because politics doesn't matter. It's basically just a car salesman that's this race, a car salesman that's this race, he pretends to be this guy, he pretends to be this guy, and they shift the culture. They shift the culture with entertainment, they shift the culture with music, they shift the culture with media, they shift the culture with schooling system, uh, they, they shift the culture with uh, every way that you can imagine. Even in if you go into like Barnes and Noble now, they have propaganda books for the kids everywhere. So it doesn't matter if you like Trump or if you like Obama or if you like George Bush, the ball's going to keep rolling in that direction. And basically, the Republicans are just phony car salesmen who work with the Democrats, who wear cowboy hats and say, I'm in the way so they can't get you, even though that's not true because he wasn't in the way in 2020 and they got everybody. But in general, it's like that's what the Republican Party is. I've come to that conclusion after a long time. I'll still vote for these losers because they somewhat do something a little bit better in some cases when it comes to judges and who they pick. But for the most part, they're just really there to make you feel like someone's doing something when they're not doing something. In many ways, I'm starting to think that they're worse because they're actually just in the way of somebody who act will actually do something. So it's like they're just, at, you know, filling up space like a hot air balloon, just pretending these things. But long story short, all these things that Republicans complained about with the 2020 election, they did to themselves. And now I want to get to January 6th in a second. But before that, now you're faced with a dilemma as a voter. If Trump runs around and you think that the vaccine wasn't that great and Trump's saying, I'm the father of the vaccine. My vaccine saved 100 million lives. It's a great human achievement. I did it. I rushed it. Don't give credit to Fauci. Give credit to me. These are all things that Trump has essentially said in interviews. Um, now you're faced with a dilemma. If you worship the guy and you look up to him as your leader, is he does he believe that stuff? Is he just lying to me? Maybe he maybe he's foolish. Maybe he's dumb. Maybe he maybe he thinks that like you're you're, you're faced with all these dilemmas because you don't want to believe that he's just not who you thought he was. Like, that's the hardest conclusion to come to. So everybody kind of has like weird excuses for it where they're like, well, you know, he's talking about therapeutics, not vaccines. And it's like, no, he's talking about the vaccines that he funded with socialism to rush to the public with emergency clauses to protect them from liability shields. You know, like like he helped them. He's in on it. He's just as in on it as Fauci. Like all these like the Alex Jones types are we need to prosecute Fauci. Well, you say that and then you say all these things about how bad you think the vaccine is. And then you tell people to vote for Trump like something's not adding up with your logic. And then you go through a lot of these talking points and people will be like, well, he just doesn't know about that. 
But if you research the history of Trump and what he said about vaccines, Trump does know about stuff. He actually knows a lot. He just isn't doing it because he doesn't care about you because he knows you'll make an excuse for him. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's it's a political circus that you've just bought hook, line and sinker the same way the Democrats have bought it hook, line and sinker just in a, on a different side. So, you're, you know, it takes two to tango in a, in a red, blue, like let the people fight over stuff that doesn't matter while bankers, big pharma and, you know, smarter people or, or at least more evil people will run the show. And you don't want to admit it. But long story short, every time something didn't add up, I went with my logic or I tried to to be like the the logical thing says that this is not this is not what it is. But people are kind of emotional where they're obsessed with the story plot of it, where they always tell me, no, 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 no. And I'm going to stick with my intuition because on January 6th, my intuition was right. Everybody after January 6th says, oh, it was a Fed trap. It was a Fed trap. But they said that after the Fed trap, how many people call it a Fed trap and call it a setup yet told their audience to go to the setup? How many people were promoting that event? And I'm not saying they're wrong because I think that most people promoting January 6th, people didn't know it was going to be a setup. They didn't know it was going to happen. They, they thought it was just going to be a rally or a moment that they could hang out and stuff. And I truly stand by that, that 99% of people at January 6th didn't do anything. I think they just went to listen to Trump talk about Mike Pence and the vaccine or so. I don't know what it was. I call it a vaccine rally. Maybe he was crying about the election that he helped rig himself that he'll never admit. I'm not really sure. I'm just so tapped out of whatever fake world that people are living in that still believe that stuff. I didn't go for multiple reasons, but let me tell you why all the people afterwards felt like it was weird, but I felt like it was weird before it happened. So as much as people get so mad at me, Maybe you should listen to the one guy out of 100 dingbat influencers who would lick the dirt off his shoes and say it tastes like a candy cane. Maybe, just maybe, the guy who actually didn't go and saw through it, maybe, there, maybe he knows something that they don't know. Maybe he had intuition that they don't have. Let me tell you, as somebody who obsessed over Trump for three years, after the election, I still wanted Trump to win. I still wanted him to be the president. I still thought he could be. I thought he would find some way to make it happen legally. Uh, with that being said, Trump, after the election, I'm not stupid. He kind of changed a little bit and he just kept pushing the Moderna vaccine. If you know anything about me, I know the history of Moderna. I know who funded it six, seven years ago. I know that the government owns the part of the Moderna contract. Moderna suing Pfizer now over the, uh, you know, the patents that they had years ago. I did 50 videos about Moderna. No offense. I'm not a fan of them. I don't, I didn't get the vaccine. I didn't. Uh, I, I was telling people about the liability clauses and how big pharma works. So if Trump's on his Twitter and he sells Moderna one time, I'm not going to think much about it. He's the president. He's in on it, kind of whatever. I still like him. But Trump sold it like three times, four times. And then every day I started logging into Twitter, he was just like Moderna election, Moderna election, Moderna election, Moderna election. So that's my first red flag. I'm not just running like a bull when Republican influencers tell me to go to some setup event. I'm like, wait a second. And people were bullying me then. They said, Anomaly, you don't get it. Anomaly, you don't this. All right, whatever. You go follow the zombies and I'll, I'll use my intuition. I don't care what you think of me because it, it probably saved my entire career and freedom because if I would have went to that event, for sure they would have tried to set me up and for sure they probably would have tried to charge me harder than anything. I'd, even if I stood to the side, they probably would have tried to say that I organized it or something. That's what they're doing to some people. It's insane, but like my intuition telling me that this doesn't add up I started, if anybody watched in uh, November, December, even though I like Trump still and I wanted him to win, I started calling his rallies vaccine rallies. I was like, this guy just can't stop 
chilling the vaccine. I don't trust him anymore. Sorry, I want him to be Biden. I voted for him, but something's not adding up. Then what was weird to me, because I'm always trying to see the bigger picture, nobody was protesting the fact that we had to wear a mask on an airplane. People don't remember this, but during Trump, even though the government somehow shouldn't have had the right, the corporations flexed their power or whatever, and there were mask mandates on airplanes all of 2020 after they did the mask thing. So it's like when Biden was in office, they said that the federal government mandated masks on airplanes. When Trump was in office, the corporations just did what they want and Republicans didn't stop them because Republicans are controlled opposition. They're just there to watch you slowly whittle away and die and wear MAGA hats and wear Republican hats and get yeehaw and so you can play Comic-Con as your country slowly whittles away because they're just in the way. They're not doing that much. But long story short, there was already a mandate on a plane. So I'm thinking to myself, because I'm not that egotistical or narcissistic as everyone else, I'm thinking to myself, why would I fly on a plane to Washington, D.C. for five hours? That's how long it would take me to get there and wear a mask on an airplane, which, by the way, 99 percent of the Patriots at January 6, if they didn't drive there, they flew there. And if they flew there, they had to wear a mask. So they're not going to tell you on their social media because they want to act like they're Patriots. But that was the process of the country. So my thought was, as much as I like Trump, Democrats scammed us in 2020. Republicans scammed us in 2020. Mitch McConnell scammed us in 2020. Ted Cruz scammed us in 2020. You could even say DeSantis scammed you in 2020. Trump scammed you in 2020. Both parties came together and scammed us. And I don't forget, Trump was complimenting Gavin Newsom. Trump was complimenting Phil Murphy. As he was doing socialism and handing them the money to do the mass mail-in ballots, Trump's telling him what a good job he's doing. So I'm thinking to myself, what is this January 6th event? It's sucking all the organizers who should be protesting peacefully, the, pro the, 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 the ma mask mandate, the lockdowns that still exist in most states, the corporate tyranny, the dual party deception. But instead of coming together to do that, they're running circles around Pied Piper vaccine salesman who's on his Twitter yelling Moderna, Moderna, Moderna. I'm sorry, but as a grown man, I'm not stupid enough to show up to an event of a guy who's hawking Moderna vaccines on his Twitter account. 15 times before the election. He wasn't doing that much. He was talking about alternative meds. I, I, I remember the timeline where he'd talk about the vaccine. He'd talk about rushing it. But after the election, it's like that's when he morphed into Grandpa Moderna. He went from like, you know, here's some alternative medications. I'm doing a vaccine. I'm this. I'm that. I'm that. like he was flip on both sides. And after the election, it was like a robot. He was like the election was stolen. Moderna vaccines are great. Moderna vaccines are great. Like he morphed into grandpa Moderna and I saw it in real time and I'm like, I'm sorry, but that's not this. The vibes of Trump now do not remind me of the vibes of him even four months ago, even during the lockdown as he was like deceiving us, he was kind of being cool and being like playing both sides of the aisle. And then it just all turned over. And I was like, what the hell? So I'm like, you guys think it would be patriotic for me to get on a, an airplane for five months to, or five, I'm sorry, five, uh, five hours, excuse me if I said months before too, five hours, fly to DC, wear a mask, stand in the streets, take selfies of myself at a Trump rally to tell everyone how cool and important I am, then go home, fly back, wear, wear a mask for five hours on an airplane and go back to my place. How is that a protest? I'm thinking to myself, the mask mandates are still here under Trump. The mask mandates will be here under Biden. I had to wear a mask on a plane when he was still in office. Why are we not protesting that? And everyone told me, Anomaly, you don't get it. Anomaly, you don't understand. And then the vaccine salesman sucked up all of the people who would have protested that stuff. And the reason, in my view, that it took so long to open up for many reasons uh, 
is because all the people who would have been against it got sucked and summoned to January 6th and they got set up. And some of those people were the people that got charged the most conspiracy to do this. They were organizing. There were people, I believe, that didn't even enter the Capitol, but because they organized an event on January 6th, they got charged with this hyper crazy trumped up charge that shouldn't have happened. They, they summoned all the organizers who should have been against the bipartisan tyranny to an event that was a setup. And then you got to wear a mask on it. A lot of these anti-mask protesters wore a mask on an airplane for five hours to show up for the vaccine salesmen to, to take selfies of themselves and set talk shit to get set up by the feds. It's like, I'm not saying I knew it was going to be a setup event, but it just smelled fishy to me. I'm like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't, I don't know why I would go in the street and, and fly five hours on a plane to just stand there and listen to a guy who sells vaccines too much talk about how he thinks Mike Pence is going to do something. And everybody there is like jacked up on QAnon, Lynn Wood stuff. And they're like, yeah, Trump's going to take back the, the police are there for us. They're arresting the pedos. Like, dude, people felt that way. Not everyone. I'm not, I'm not trying to paint every Trump supporter like that, but a lot of people felt that way. Like straight up, they thought that like Trump is like this mysterious goblin with a mega magic plan. So they're all jacked up thinking they're going to some, uh, you know, like Harry Houdini Trump event. And re in reality, it's like, he's just like, okay, Patriots, I'm going home. And then everyone, I don't even know what happened. But long story short, I just don't feel connected to this movement anymore. It's like when I was in the movement, it felt like, oh, we're righteous. We're right. We're telling the truth. We're against communism. And then once Trump did all these things, it became a movement of making excuses for socialism and communism. Turning point, when the left does socialism, it sucks and it's never okay for any reason. But when the right does it, let's pretend like it never happened and let's just make excuses for it so they keep doing it to us. Because why wouldn't they do it if you keep making excuses for it? So it's like every single way my energy shifted when the lockdown happened because I just couldn't like exist anymore without getting yelled at 15 places. If it were up to Trump and Sarah Huckabee Sanders, they were running around selling their vaccine and enough people got it in the South you know, I probably would have never been able to travel again. I probably would have never been able to go on a cruise again. I probably would have never been able to like see my family at an event again. So the like when it mattered, people should have stood firm and been like, yo, you actually shouldn't get the pharmacy product because if you get the pharmacy product and if enough people get it for a long period of time, our freedoms are gone forever. The only way would be to peacefully resist that. And the Republican Party, they funded the vaccine. They rushed the vaccine. Trump calls himself the father of the vaccine. He brags about the vaccine. He does interviews where he says that he doesn't think he would have needed mandates if he were president because everybody would have wanted to get his shots. Like this is how lowly these people think of you, but you act like they're little minions. So it's like they keep pissing in your face and people keep being like, oh, this feels great. So why wouldn't they stop? It's like, I don't see Trump as the victim. I don't see the Republican Party as the victim. In every way, they set you up in every way. And then the only thing Republicans can say on loop like robots is, well, they didn't mandate it. Well, they did steps one through 29, handed the keys to the other party. And by the way, corporations would have mandated it anyway. There was a mass mandate on airplanes when Trump was in office. Why? And then when Biden got in office, they, they said over the loudspeaker at airplanes, they said, the reason for your mask mandate is because there's a federal guidance by the Biden administration. Okay, but why was there a mask mandate for seven months during Trump on airplanes? Because that's what Democrats do. They'll do it through the corporations. They'll do it through the state. And they know they could get away with it because Republicans are working with them. They're not a threat because they give them everything. And then they sit on Fox News or whatever and act all like they, they didn't mean to or something. They made a mistake. They know what they're doing. They just don't care about you. Uh, that's how I feel. So 
it's like everyone's doing nonsense stuff in 2020. In 2021, January 6th, people are like, you got to come. He's going to overturn the election or he's going to say things and Mike Pence is going to do this or we got to rally behind him. And I'm like, this isn't adding up to me. I didn't know that people were going to get set up like that. But at the same time, it's just like everybody who should have been protesting the lockdown, everybody who should have been because at the certain point, I want Trump to get in. But the lockdowns happened under Trump. The extension happened under Trump. The economy imploded under Trump. He extended the guidelines under Trump. You get what I'm saying? The Democrats were still abusing us under Trump. So my thought was like, yes, Biden's going to be worse. But why is everybody getting sucked? This is how the elites work. It's like Trump and Biden are these characters. They make this little stupid like arena for everybody. And then people who should be standing on their own ground like, well, no, I got to we got to get our freedoms back in America because our freedoms are already gone regardless of who the president is. And they're not coming back regardless. of They get people tied up in this narrative around two clowns. And they're like, oh, now instead of protesting the things that I was going to protest, I need to fly on a plane and wear a mask for five hours. If you're an anti-lockdown protester and an anti-government, you know, like a mandate protester, why the hell are you going to sit on a plane for five hours and wear a mask to fly to DC to wave a flag in the street to take selfies of yourself? I'm sorry, but some people will act like they're heroes. And I think a lot of people had good intentions, but I think a lot of people just want attention because if you're against it, like I'll just wear the mask, I'll suck it up. Then I'll get in the streets and yell freedom, 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 and then hop back on the plane and wear my mask and then post it on Facebook. Like to me, it just seemed kind of fake. Trump's selling too many vaccines. I don't want to wear a mask on a plane. I'm not a professional activist. I don't think he knows what he's talking about with the Mike Pence thing, although everybody agrees with that. I never did. I thought it was just him being desperate, trying to throw a Hail Mary. And then you have the fact that everybody that should be against the lockdowns and protesting that are now being sucked into a political protest for the guy who extended the lockdown. It's like Stockholm syndrome. The left is in love with their slave master. The right fell in love with their slave master. And they just can't shake the image of what they, they, they thought he was. And even people are doing it on all aspects of the right now. I feel like it's like a it's like they don't want, you know, it's like girls with Barbie. Like, why are so many girls seeing the Barbie movie and dressing in pink? It's their childhood. Even if it's a little propaganda, it's like we grew up on Barbie. It's it's nostalgic. You know, we love Barbie, even if they're going to ruin it. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe or not. Let's dress up like it's a cute thing for girls to do or whatever. You know, that's what Trump is to Republicans. Like a lot of people on the far right, all they do is criticize Israel and say, oh, Israel's doing this and that. And I'm not mad at them. I'm not even saying that they're wrong in many ways. I'm just saying then they're like, but Trump's our guy. DeSantis works for Israel. It's like you guys are just as full of crap as Charlie Kirk is. You know what I'm saying? Trump does everything for Israel. They love Trump in Israel. Trump says he could be the king of Israel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at his pardon list. Like this idea that he's not the same as DeSantis in that category. It's like, I'm starting to think that people just like Trump the same way that like girls like Barbie. It's like the far right just wants to remember the glory days of 2015 and 2016 of Pepe memes, even though that's not who Trump is. He doesn't give a crap about you guys. None of the agenda that you guys have and the thought process that you guys are operating off of. Trump doesn't share that any more than DeSantis or any of these other Republicans do. But if you guys pretend like Trump's so much different than them, it's just like it's like a nostalgic Barbie thing. And it's the same thing with the regular right, the conservative right. It's like they don't want to give up their initial like feeling of how Trump made them feel, even if Trump's on stage just pushing the globalist pharmacy product, selling it harder than Bill Gates, telling Sweden to lock down, aimlessly just running in circles, like not doing any sort of leadership about anything that matters. It's not about the country anymore. It's about the storyline. 
people are sucked into the political storyline the same way the left is. The left hates them, the right obsesses over them, and nobody cares what's real. No matter who the president is, they're all passing executive orders. They're all sign. They're all doing stuff for the same people. They're all signing these trillion dollar spending bills every year. Trump was in office. He didn't get bamboozled by big pharma. He's in on it. The reason every Republican apologizes and says they were wrong and says it's because they're not in that deep. Ben Shapiro can fake apologize because he's not in that deep. Vivek could fake apologize because he's not in that deep. DeSantis could fake apologize because he's not in that deep. Every Trump can't because he's in on it all the way. Like he can't just be like, oh, I was wrong because he's not this victim that Fauci took advantage of. If him and Fauci were business partners, they're doing it in 2016, 2017, 20, all of these things that led to what happened. Trump's in on every single one of them. He's not a victim to any of this stuff. But you don't want to admit that, right? Because it's like Barbie dolls. You got to you want to just wear hats and drink beer and pretend that you're like patriots or something. So I've come to the conclusion that I don't see politics the same way. I thought we wanted to fix the country and make it better. And a lot of people, they just want to dress up and hang out and, and pretend like they're doing something. It's like cosplay. And that's what they like. That's what everyone wants to do. They want to like remember the times where it felt like we were actually something different, it, even though if all evidence is pointing towards it's not that at all, you know, and I just don't feel connected to that at all. So then like, what do, what do I do? And then every time something happens, I'm just thinking to myself, like the same way I saw it in 2020. When Trump said to extend the lockdown guidelines in April, I was like, no, what are you doing, bro? And a lot of people were like, who cares? You know, and then in May, when he said that Sweden should have locked down and I'm out here doing all the reporting saying Sweden shouldn't have locked down. It's good they didn't lock down. The data proves that it's not that deadly there. They're going with herd immunity. And that's a smart idea. Trump is basically taking the commie stance, the controlled opposition stance of Sweden should have been like American lockdown. And then not all my peers are like, yeah, Sweden should lock down. Oh, Anomaly's just a hater. He just hates Trump because tr he wants the country to be open. Nuance Bro has this stupid debate that for some reason he still stands by where he said that in May, he's talking from a conservative standpoint that businesses should have been 50% open. And I said, 100% open, no masks. And he goes, well, 50% open, no masks. Why? This is like, this is how they work. The Democrats go full commie. And then 90% of Republicans for eight months were like, well, maybe we should have a 30% capacity. It's like, why, bro? Why is the government going to take 50% of your business and tell 50, like to wear masks? Like, where's the science? Where's the science that says 50%? That's the number that's going to slow this. It was always BS. And I saw through it early and I'm not bragging. I'm just saying like, all these people, I realized that most of these Republican influencers, they're not critical thinkers. They're not journalists. They're not news analysts. They're professional at this point, just controlled opposition. It's like, I'm not saying that they're getting paid to do it. I'm not even saying that they mean to do it. It's just they don't, they're not concerned with reality. They're concerned with Barbie dress up. They want to play Barbie dress up. They want to go to events and wear red things and say, ha, 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 and do speeches and mean nothing they say. And that's, that's apparently, I thought, people would want something different, but apparently that's what the conservative base wants too. They want that stuff. So it's like, I don't want to fight the grain. I'm not even complaining. It's like, I'd rather, I'd rather do something else and lose a lot of money than continue to live in this world. Like I'm miserable in this world. Everybody seems insane to me. The right has lost their mind as much as the left. 90% of the people you guys think are telling you the truth are clearly pathologically lying to you. But the reason they do it is because you reward the lie. You actually want that stuff. So if someone ever comes along and challenges it, you call them names and say they're a traitor when they're really just trying to snap you out of it. So it's like, 
that's where I've been at my at this point where it's like I've uh, you know I've been happier in some cases. I mean I'm pretty happy now. I'm not gonna lie, but like I've enjoyed my work when I when I had less because it was like there it, it seemed like I was moving with a unit and, and people were on the same page. Now I can't possibly feel more disconnected that to the left wing. They're not my tribe. They don't even, I mean, they're probably nice people in real life or something, but if you can't even figure out why a three-year-old shouldn't chop his dingling off or like a seven-year-old girl shouldn't play sports with like a man, then like you're a psychopath. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson, I, I'm sorry if I got angry in my last live stream. I don't know, like, I don't know any other way to act and I probably should calm down, but like this dude's a piece of garbage. He's a psychopath. He, I don't, I don't believe that he believes that. I think he's pat like I, I think he's a garbage person. But anyway, they're going nuts, right? They're going further and further nuts, ticking. And then I feel like on the right, I feel like it's an industry of hyping people up and, and and making them pissed off, but making them pissed off in the wrong direction. Because at the end of the day, it's like the reason a lot of people on the right wing they're getting like so angry at certain things is because they think the people that are telling them to be that angry are on their side, but they're not even on their side. They're riling you up, pissing you off aimlessly, so you're just going to get more and more pissed off. As as pissed off as I get at lockdowns and Neil deGrasse fed Bison Tyson and these type of people, I'm actually way calmer than most. I never tell people to get angry. I don't think I don't think it's virtuous to get angry. I don't think you should get upset. I think when you're angry and upset, sometimes you make poor decisions. And I don't try to get angry and upset. I don't. I, it's not something I strive for. I tell people that changing the country, you got to change yourself. You got to. You have to be the change in your own lifestyle. No one's ever going to save you. Not DeSantis. Not Trump. Not RFK. And then people cry every day. They're like, I want them to save me i it's pathetic i know you do but at the end of the day like i'm not bashing them they're all not who you think they are they're just not they're all politicians robert kennedy's a great you know guy on big pharma but he comes from the kennedy family lifelong politician democrat he's not who who you're gonna want him to be but he's something trump is not who people think he is he's not and desantis won't be either is that so hard for people to realize it's like you're going to a pharmacy conve sale convention and acting like they're your uncles or something. It's not my fault that I know the industry. If someone calls you on the phone and says, hey, sir, do you want to buy these pills or whatever they're trying to sell you? That's their goal. They're trying to sell you pills. Paul, if you talk to Michael Jordan and you could get his skills, I would say, Michael Jordan, how are you so good at basketball? If I could talk to Wayne Gretzky, I say, Wayne Gretzky, how are you so good at hockey? Teach me your mindset. If I could talk to a politician, their skill is deception. George Bush, how did you, how did you, how did you, how did you abuse, psychologically abuse patriots for eight years and convince them that you were someone you weren't? Uh, Obama, how did you, how did you deceive the nation? Trump, how did you get so many conservatives to think that you're someone you're not? Like, that's what their skill is. Their skill is deception. Their skill is, you know, saying what you want to hear, but not doing it. It's a professional middleman job. That's just the position. People don't get it now. It's like they talk to the bankers, they talk to pharma, they do their deals, then they come to you and convince them that they're not doing it. How do you sell it to the left? How do you, and it's working to perfection. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't know where this is going. And I guess I just don't really want to be a part of it. So long story short, I'm going to say a few other things. I'm taking a break for multiple reasons. Um, I'm seeing my family. I'm doing stuff that I would do anyway, but instead of trying to do live streams during it, I'm just not going to live stream at all because I really don't even want to. Sometimes I try to pull up and do live streams here or there to, you know, keep stuff going. 
I don't even feel like it. It's not even fun anymore. Um, when I come back, I'll still do stuff. I'm not, I'm not a quitter. I just, I want to figure out what's going on. Cause the way I see politics now, it's the way I see like San Francisco. I've been to San Francisco, never liked it. Even when it wasn't a shitty, no offense, San Franciscoans that just not my style. Um, with that being said, I don't go to San Francisco and cry about it every day because I just think these people don't know what they're doing. They keep voting Democrat. They keep getting robbed. They're making the country worse and they and they're the worst at it. I think Republicans aren't that good at stopping crime, but they're better than Democrats, clearly. So why would I move to San Francisco? I wouldn't. So I don't. So I don't complain about it that much. I don't talk about it that much because I look at San Francisco and I think it's a lost cause. These people, they blew it. They're going to it's going to get so bad there that they're going to figure it out eventually. And it's going to be too late. And it's getting very close to that point. Um, I'm starting to see politics the same way. I never used to get mad at the left that much because I'm like, they're lost. Leave that like whatever. They're ruining stuff. I'm going to challenge them. But that's just the way they are. Now I'm starting to see the right that way where it's like, I don't know. I'm like, maybe this is why things happen. Like they don't want to figure it out. They just want to dress up in, in colors and, 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 and play make-believe. Like that's what they want to do. They don't want to fix the problems. They don't want to analyze it. They don't want to hold their party accountable. They don't like, they want to worship a guy who sells vaccines harder than Bill Gates and runs his base in circles around a plot that has nothing to do with the core of what matters. Like the core of what matters is that they're taxing the, the reason that the government gets to do all this stuff is because they're taxing you 20 to 30 to 40 percent, sometimes more, sometimes less. But if Obama's in office, they tax you 40 percent. If Trump's taxing you, they tax you 37 percent. The truth is, if you read the Communist Manifesto, income tax is socialist and communist on the front. They didn't always have income tax. Income tax is crazy. You're working and they're stealing your money. That's happening. doesn't matter if Trump or, or, or Biden's in office. They're all stealing your money. And the way that the government keeps growing, Trump makes space force. He does this. He gives your money to big pharma. It's because they keep stealing your money. But long story short, when they run out of money that they steal from you, they just print more money, cause inflation, and then tell you the other party did it. Trump printed the money. Trump caused the inflation. He's blaming Biden because Biden printed money, more money, and Biden made the inflation worse. But they're both in on it. It's not Biden inflation. Trump printed $5 trillion. That's economics. You don't believe it. You're just as dumb as the left wing, and people don't want to believe it. But I thought it was Biden. I'm sure you did because that's what the elites do. Car salesman with a red hat, car salesman with a blue hat who wears aviators. This guy wears MAGA hats. You know, let's create the plot around them instead of the reality of how income tax works, because that would actually fix something. So the dingbats on both sides just bash their head against the wall in a culture war that doesn't matter because the culture is shift left over time anyway, because they control all the institutions and you can't figure that out. So Trump's gayer than Obama was when he went into office. And it doesn't even matter if he wins because they're still going to get their lockdown and their vaccine sales. Nobody realizes that everybody's too busy listening to Cat Turd and Benny Johnson to think, well, we won the election if you voted for Trump in 2016 and we still ended in a lockdown and we still ended in this and we still ended in that. But you write it off. It's just a mistake, right? No, nothing your party did. They just made a mistake. I mean, Trump and Mitch McConnell just made mistakes and it just ended in big pharma social. It's not a mistake. They're not getting fooled. You're getting fooled. And if, if people can't figure that out, I don't feel like sitting here getting annoyed every day at a fact that a bunch of sheep keep getting treated like sheep and crying about how they're getting treated like sheep. The left is a sheep. The right's a sheep. At this point, you're both acting like sheep and it takes two to tango. 
you're the Truman Show. They got the cameras on you and you guys are fighting. And then there's a whole other plot going over here that Trump doesn't give a crap about and Biden doesn't give a crap about. But if you don't want to admit that, then it is what it is. We're at a crossroads. You think that this is some magical plot that's leading to something. I think every every narrative that they create around this stuff is always to drag people away from what actually matters. Let me give you an example to crush everybody's dreams that believes in RFK or believes in DeSantis. Which one of these people are running on the premise of getting to the root of the Jeffrey Epstein thing? Everybody understands that possibly our country, I'm going to say possibly just for like legality purposes, like possibly our country's being blackmailed. Possibly there's a guy who literally got arrested for like human trafficking or child exploitation, whatever the, all the charges were, Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein. I don't need to tell you what was going on. Everybody kind of has an idea of what was going on, but nobody knows fully what's really going on because they won't really reveal it, but everyone has the obvious idea of what's going on. So is Trump running on getting to the bottom of that? Has he mentioned the Jeffrey Epstein thing? Cause Jeffrey Epstein just like disappeared on his, his watch. No, he didn't mention it, right? Because he doesn't care. Did DeSantis mention it? I don't. I, where's the speech about him really getting to the root of Oh, he didn't mention it. Does, does RFK campaign around talking about, oh, he doesn't talk about it? How come? Because they don't care. They're just there to put on a show for you and make you, it's like a stress test. Like, oh, the people are getting mad. You know, set them up at the Capitol. The people are getting mad. Go let them burn down the neighborhoods of George Floyd. The people are getting mad. Give them Trump. You know, the people are getting mad. Give them this guy. It's like, you know, it's just like here, he'll he'll do just enough to make you feel like he's going to do anything. And then when he gets in power, he's not going to do anything. And then people are going to be so dumb to be like, oh, he didn't know. He didn't know the deep state was deep. He ran on the premise of knowing it's deep state. He, he, know, he doesn't care. He ran on lock Hillary up because he knows Hillary's unpopular and everyone knows that who that family is. And then when he got in, he gave her a standing ovation. You think it's a mistake? When he ran, he was a skeptic of vaccines and thought they were causing uh, uh, illness. When he got in office, he turned his back on the Vaccine Safety Council and hired a bunch of pharmacy lobbyists and started doing deals with them from 2016 to 2020. You think that was a mistake? He hired Christopher Ray because Chris Christie told him to. You think like he's not a fool. You're a fool if you think he's a fool. But if people can't figure that out, then I'm starting to realize why the world works the way it works. If you don't respect yourself, these people don't have to respect you. I don't even blame Trump. Why respect a group of people that doesn't respect themselves? You know, it's like he doesn't care. Why would he? It, alpha, alpha males at the top of the food pyramid don't run around and like, you know, wipe your butt. If you can't be a man, if you can't be an American patriot and see through the stuff, then it's, it's your responsibility as much as it is his. And that's where we're at with the country. Like these people are so clearly playing a role. And I, I didn't always think that because at a certain point, obviously, like a lot of people, some people are good at branding themselves as outsiders. They're like, I'm going to do this. But then when they don't do it, you got to come to terms with reality. If you look at the past of Bernie Sanders, yes, he's always been a left-wing socialist progressive, but Bernie actually used to be somewhat honest. Like you could watch old interviews where Bernie Sanders was further right on immigration than Donald Trump was. Like literally, you could find interviews. I did a video about it where Bernie Sanders said H-1B visas are bad. They lower American wages. We need to work with Americans. We don't need to bring in cheap labor. That's what Bernie Sanders used to say. When Trump got in, he ran on the premise of not doing that, but then he did it. And Laura Ingram asked him, why do you do it? And Trump says, we need the foreigners, the smart ones. And she's like, no, you ran on the opposite. So it's like, people don't even realize with the political circus that Bernie used to have the correct, in my view, at least, he used to have an America first policy on immigration in like 2012, 2013. 
And when Trump got into office, he had a further left-wing stance on immigration than Bernie did when it comes to H-1B visas. But you don't realize that because when you're so invested in the character and the emotion of Trump or whatever, people lose that. But long story short, once Bernie dropped out against Hillary, he changed. I mean, he was never that cool, but he was actually like, you know, he wasn't your typical politician. That's why he gained so much support. Like you could look at him. He's disagreed with the Democratic Party on a lot in the past. But once he caved to Hillary, he's been a loser ever since. And maybe he's been a loser before that, too. But long story short, it, he he's not the same. He ran on all these things. I'm going to fight the establishment. I'm going to fight the system. And then he joined the system. So, you know, when that happened, it was a bummer. But it, like it only took me a couple of months. And, and I give people like a year to see if they'll turn around or two years. But it's like, all right, this guy is not who I thought he was. Right. And a lot of people never broke out of it. There's still, sadly, people to this day who still think Bernie Sanders is going to run a third time. And it's like, bro, if I call him Bernie Sanders doormats. It's like, bro, wake up. Like Bernie, he sold you this dream. It sounded legit. He had actual evidence to back it up because he did actually do some cool stuff in Congress at a certain point. But then he just joined Hillary Clinton. And he's so clearly not that person. And he lies about certain wars now. Like he, Bernie Sanders sucks. He's not who he campaigned as in 2016. Either you admit it or you play Santa Claus every day, right? Some people are still playing Santa Claus with Bernie. Now you move to Donald Trump. I liked Donald Trump. I liked him a lot. I thought when he was getting inaugurated, I watched it as like a supporter before I even came public and told people I liked him. I liked him during his inauguration. I was like, dude, this guy is the real deal. Because I started watching full clips and I was like, dang, he's not who the media says he is. He's actually like, and I still think he's the realest politician we've ever had. Even with all his sneaky stuff, no one's ever told as much truth in my lifetime as Donald Trump. That's why people like him. He's He, he was very honest about a lot of topics and you don't see that in politics. That's what made him so special and so lovable. But long story short, all of these things he ran on he actually didn't do a lot of them. I mean, he like built the wall. What did he do for Israel? He always says like, they're like, well, he made Jerusalem the capital. He did that. Um, a lot of his economic accomplishments got destroyed when he locked down. But in, in general, you know, the things that I thought were really, sorry about that. I'm going to sip my coffee real quick and say more. When I started doing some reporting, like, and it took me years to figure this out because I thought he was doing it too. He said that he didn't need people's money. That was one of his main things. That's a great talking point. I don't need their money. I'm so rich. These people can't control me because they want to pay off everybody. And that's exactly how politics works. Trump was telling the truth. But, but people don't even realize the same way that Bernie supporters don't realize that Bernie's not who he campaigned on. Trump actually isn't that guy realistically. He did take their money. If you don't need their money, why are you taking over $100 million from corporations for your inauguration? Why are you taking tens or hundreds of millions of dollars from Sheldon Adelson, which Trump did, a big don mega, the biggest mega donor? He donates in some election cycles before he passed away, rest in peace. He donated more than George Soros in some election. Like he's the right wing mega donor, like Soros is to the left in some cases, and nobody even knows who he is. But Trump knew who he was because he said that Sheldon Adelson was going to turn Marco Rubio into a puppet. And then when Trump got in office, he took the money from Sheldon Adelson, tens or hundreds of millions of dollars. So long story short, this idea, the same way that Bernie wasn't who he, he campaigned on, neither is Trump. He said, I'm uncontrollable because I won't take their money. And he lied. And with the money he took from the corporations, he took money from Pfizer. And people say a million dollars is not a lot. When it comes to the inauguration funds, 
Uh, that I believe is the max you're allowed to donate, just like they donated a million dollars to Kentucky Republicans. And you're not allowed to donate that way. So what Pfizer did to the Kentucky Republicans is they built a facility. They found some loophole to build. Do, do people not realize that Republicans are in on it too? I know Trump makes people think that they're not, but they are. And he's also in on it too, but that's why he's so good is because like he pretends like he's so not, but he also is, which makes it confusing. So now everyone's running circles around him instead of calling out the nonsense. But long story short, a million dollars is a lot when you add all the total and it goes over a hundred million dollars and you raise more than Obama, you ran on, I don't need their money. Tell them you don't need that money. Why are corporations donating to inaugurations anyway? People, it's just the inauguration. Do people not get what they're doing? whether it's Obama, whether it's Trump, they all donate, right? Trump probably made way less from donors when he ran because they all were in, a lot of them are in the bag with Hillary. But once Donald Trump wins the election, you don't need to give Hillary Clinton any more money because all the money you gave her doesn't really matter that much anymore unless she can somehow maneuver the Congress or whatever, which I'm sure she has somewhat connections to do so. Now it's like shit. We gave all the money to Hillary thinking she was going to be president. And now Donald Trump's president and we didn't give as much money to him. And that's what the inauguration donations are for. That's when all the mega corporations swarm Donald Trump because now his pen matters them more than Hillary's pen. And they gave him more money than they gave Obama. Why? Because they wanted to influence his cabinet, which they absolutely did, which is one of the many reasons why his cabinet was not what you wanted it. You think because you like Donald Trump that Donald Trump is an innocent victim who didn't know and he just picked the wrong people and had the wrong visors. He's a fool, but I'm not a fool for following a fool. I'm a smart patriot for following a fool. He got fooled and I'm following a fool, but I'm not a fool and he's not a fool. He just got fooled. That's the movement now. But in general, that's what you tell yourself because you're playing Barbie dress up with politics. You want to dress up in pink and go to the movies because it's nostalgic and you want to believe that this is true because he's nostalgic to you. But the truth is, he didn't just pick people randomly by a mistake. He got paid off like every other politicians gets paid off. And it, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be that controversial. And before Bernie Sanders and Trump came around, to be honest, I wasn't a Democrat and I wasn't a Republican. I was a liberal minded kid. They had tricked me with certain environmentalism, certain things. And I, I still believe in environmentalism, but real environmentalism, like cleaning the air, cleaning the water, not left-wing environmentalism, which is like, let a bunch of crackheads and homeless people live in your thing. So they start fires. And then we say it's climate change. That's all BS as far as like them taking no accountability for what's going on in certain areas and just saying it's all climate change and they don't even look at the arson. But anyway, long story short, you know, I always, and I don't care, everybody comes from a different place, but from 2008 to 2016, I always thought both parties were full of crap. I was never someone who was like, Obama's my hero. I never had this like hero complex. And sometimes people have that. They, they treat politicians like gods, especially if you're religious. Like your job is not to say Jesus, 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 Trump, 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 Trump is Jesus, Trump is Moses. Like that's insane. That's not like Christians, which is weird. But anyway, it's like, I always thought, both sides were being sneaky. Some people, they're like, you know, I've had people get mad at me. They're like, Anomaly, I was super liberal. And then I watched your videos. And then I, and now I'm mad at you because I'm super Trump. And it's like, maybe, maybe that's the problem though. It's like, you're just like attaching yourself to people where I've made songs. I've made, I've had opinions. I'm not saying that I've got it all right. But when I like them, when someone told me that they weren't doing something, I always went with the evidence. Cause at the end of the day, I'm like, Obama is a puppet. I always thought he was a puppet, but I thought maybe he'd be a better puppet than Mitt Romney because I always thought Romney was. I never looked at Romney and Obama, even when I was a kid and thought, 
oh, Romney's really good or Obama. I'm just like, Obama's cool. Romney's a, a stiff. You know, he's clearly a politician. Roll the dice on Obama, maybe, because maybe he'll be different. Um, with that being said, fast forwarding, people are so attached to these characters. So now it's like we're, we're at a dilemma where, you know, people are like still going off the script Trump read in 2016, but it's like I could prove it's not true. I'm not saying he's the worst person in the world, but you think he's so rich that he won't take people's money. He did take people's money. You think he just got tricked and fooled into his uh, his cabinet. I think he sold out. He he hired Mitch McConnell's wife for a sec. He's doing politician stuff. When politicians do politician stuff, they're a politician. When Trump does it, it's a secret plan. That's what makes the movement controlled opposition now. I'm not saying everyone's being paid to do it. It's just they're brainwashed. They, they, they've, they've been told to think that if he does what they don't agree, they need to make an excuse for it. But if any other politician did it, they'd have to say something about it. So it's like the opposition is neutralized. And the QAnon plot, it's literally a copy-paste Bolshevik-controlled opposition scheme. It's the exact same thing they did in the Soviet Union with the Bolsheviks. Look up Operation Trust. They have a Wikipedia page. It's in the book New Lies for the Old by Golitsyn. Uh, in the 1910s or 20s, I don't know when this was happening, in Russia, they had opposition to communism because anybody with half a brain that likes their country and likes their family, they're not going to support uh, evil communism. When it came around, they told the patriots and the conservatives to trust the plan. They literally called it Operation Trust, and they told them military generals are fixing it. You don't need to do anything because behind the scenes, there's military generals cleaning it all out, and the communism you see is not real. It's being fixed. Just don't do anything about it because it's being done. You don't want to like mess up the general's plans. That's literally written in books written in 1920, 1930. That's controlled opposition, Bolshevik, the way that they control the opposition. That is literally what QAnon is. It's like, I don't need to do anything because the white hats are doing it. You're removing yourself from the situation. You're putting a, a politician as an idol that is going to basically have like Jesus-like success in fixing your country. And if, if he does it, that's fine. But it's like, if the evidence is clear that he's not doing it, Evidence doesn't matter anymore. Logic doesn't matter anymore. Facts don't matter anymore. If he's not taking their money, he's not taking their money. If he's taking their money, um, he's done, that's different. If the cabinet hired proves that the money influenced his cabinet like it does every politician, it's not the same. He's playing them. You get what I'm saying? The opposition is controlled. They're using a Bolshevik controlled opposition scheme to tell people to trust that military generals are doing it behind the scenes. And that's what people are doing. So they're like, Oh, no, you don't understand, Anomaly. Trump's the secret president. If he's the president, why are things getting so bad everywhere and, and weird? It's like, well, like it doesn't even make sense. It's like Biden is controlling the country right now. If if you think Trump is amazing and he's controlling the country, why is all this crap happening then? Oh, but it has to happen before. No, that's a way to just run you in circles for 10 years as the commies achieve their goals. So then when they're achieved, you're going to be sitting there with a dunce cap looking at the side of the wall. It's so obvious, but people are playing that game. And the thing that I realized is there is obviously like the, it's not like these people are wrong about everything. They're pointing out human trafficking and this and that, but then they're scrambling it all up. So nothing gets done. So like, that's what makes them believe in it. They're like, if you don't believe in this, then you don't believe in human trafficking. It's like, no, that's not true. You can do both. You don't have to like get your source from there. But long story short, in my view, the whole movement is like that now. Not everybody is saying that Trump's in a submarine saving the planet from Gitmo, 
But uh, a lot of these influencers are basically that with like a little twang to it where they're like, oh, that's crazy, but I'll do the same exact thing. I just make it more digestible and seem more real where it's like, I'm just going to put out 99.9% .9 propaganda. I'm going to show him kneeling at graves and eating pizza and doing just like low level, like, whoa, Joe Biden's wearing aviators. Donald Trump's eating pizza. Like that's the lowest level of reporting that you could do, but I guess it works with people's emotions. So political campaigns do it. But now you have people that are saying that they're journalists and news analysts doing that where it's like they're not they're not like a news aggregate. They're like a propaganda unit, basically just feeding you 90, 100 percent positive stuff about this guy. So when I come along and say, hey, I don't hate this guy, I'm not mad at this guy. But you have to understand that when this decision was made, it's because he took the money from these people. He worked with these people. When it comes to Bill Gates, this is the elephant in the room that none of these people want to talk about. Trump took meetings with Bill Gates, passed what he said through executive order, and tried to hire Bill Gates potentially for a White House position. Every journalist should be asking Donald Trump that, but all the opposition journalists are controlled uh, under the spell, so they don't ask real questions anymore. But doesn't that seem like a pretty big moment? Like if that guy is working with that guy and you think that guy's a hero, but he's actually just doing the bidding of a guy that you think is not like... People don't care, though. It's like Comic-Con dress-up cosplay Barbie for adults where saying that or doing journalism ruins their moment. Like, they just want to wear pink and go to the movies like girls. They just want to wear red and go to the games and go get speeches and hang out with chick. Like, that's just what people want to do. They don't want someone to rain on their parade. Um, and if that's the case, I, I guess I could just detach from this world uh, as far as, like, the political world. I, I'll figure it out because I don't want to completely stop what I'm doing. I'm not a quitter. I'm, I'm never going to quit. But this is the reality that I'm coming to. I thought that Trump and the Republican movement was something real, that they were actually going to try to get results. And after a psychological deception of three amazing years, one horrible year where Trump morphed into Bill Gates Jr., oversold the vaccine and told you Sweden should have locked down, they, they it's not what i thought it was and nobody wants to admit it's not what we thought it was so they're just going to keep getting scammed over and over so now i'm shifting my beliefs from oh the republican party is going to fix all this stuff they get it we're on the path of truth and righteousness to dude these people are just as brainwashed as the left they're going to keep getting up set up at fed traps crap's going to happen and these influencers are like riling you up making you all pissed off and you're just going to get more and more pissed off because what you're pissed off is not even right. You're pissed off and getting riled up by the people who are working with the other side. So it's like they're stirring you up and being like, be pissed off at the left and this and that. And they're working with the left, funding the left, tap dancing with the left, giving money to the left, giving mass mail and ballots to the left, giving vaccines to the left, giving socialist money to the left, imploding the economy, pointing to the left. So you're going to get more and more pissed off. And these people are going to exploit your emotions again, just like they did in January. And they're going to lure you to another Fed trap. People can't even accurately report the one guy and what he was doing. And people are trying to act like he's the hero the same way the left makes George Floyd the hero. And it's like it's just like blue setups, red setups, set them up, set them up. They're all angry, but they're all aimlessly angry and they don't even know what they're angry at. George Floyd activists are so angry that they're burning down their neighborhood. It's nothing to do with George Floyd. That's what's happening in these cities. Look at the riots in New York. There's there's a real uh, thing that's going on that no one wants to talk about, including Republicans. Weirdly enough, Elon Musk talks about it more than Republicans. But, you know, crime in the cities is going to go up and crime in the country is going to go up. 
and Trump didn't fix it and he's not going to fix it and Biden's not going to fix it. And sadly, it's going to get so bad that everyone's going to know and political correctness isn't going to matter anymore. It's already happening. For example, San Francisco, everyone's getting robbed. Los Angeles, everyone's getting robbed. You go to the outskirts of these cities, it's worse than it used to be. You go to the nice parts of Chicago, it's worse than it used to be. Why is it worse than it used to be? Well, certain people are committing asinine amounts of violent crime and theft, and nobody seems to realize it, and there's no penalties in this country for it to an extent that they feel like they shouldn't do it because it keeps happening. So what's going to happen to this country? I'm getting to the point where I still think Republicans are the better option, but I think that they're so weak and pathetic that things are going to get worse. And then either someone's going to come up and step up or they're not. And to be honest, I don't think Trump's that guy. I think he's just standing in the way of that guy coming and making this story that has nothing to do with anything for 15 years to basically just run you into the woods. And then by the time it's so bad, you know, you just wasted seven years of your time. But anyway, you know, there's two ways I think that you could see like crime not that low. I had a conversation with somebody recently and I mentioned Saudi Arabia, right? Uh, or, or Dubai. Um, I'm not saying or El Salvador. Uh, we'll go through a few of them real quick. El Salvador, how is the crime so low now? It used to be the murder capital of the world, and now there's like barely any murders. It's safe there. It's probably safer than most American cities. Why? How did he do it? He actually tried. Trump didn't try when it, you think he tried because you want to think that, but he didn't. He didn't try on crime. He did the opposite. He didn't try in the economy. He did it for three years and then imploded the economy. He didn't try to fight big pharma. He worked for them and funded them. So the reason you didn't get the results you thought you were going to get is because your party doesn't actually give a shit and you don't give a shit enough about yourself or respect yourself enough to admit that as a citizen. So you're going to keep getting scammed. But when a president gets into office like Bukele, from El Salvador, if you actually try to stop crime, it's actually not that hard. If I were the mayor and I could do what I wanted, I could clean up Los Angeles in sense of uh, like homelessness. Homelessness is not that hard to fix. It's just nobody tells the truth about it and everybody's too politically correct. And especially the left wing is stupid. So it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And the fires are going to keep growing and growing. The same way that the city gets trashed when you have 100,000 homeless, Fire start. A lot of this is arson, and I guarantee you a lot of it's homelessness. And where is there more homelessness in California, uh, like per, per capita? Hawaii. You think that doesn't have something to do with it? But anyway, in El Salvador, he looked at crime and figured, how do I stop it? Here's the gangs. Arrest the gangs. Tell them that they can't just commit crimes outside of the penitentiary. So have certain penalties. And like it's a system of penalties where it's like, we want to make it harder to commit crime that, than it is to not. Like in a messed up world, they feel emboldened to in a good society, they're scared to. He made it so they're scared to. He got a bunch of the worst people. He told the people outside, if the gang members inside tell them what to do and they keep committing the crimes that he's going to do something inside. I mean, he went hard in the pain on crime and he fixed it in like two years. It's not that hard. When you go to, uh, you know, Dubai, why is there no like theft? Why is it very rarely happening? Because the penalties are insane. You, your life is ruined if you do that. If you go to Singapore, why can't you, why, why can't you spit gum? Why is it so clean? If you spit gum, they'll throw your ass in prison. So if you're a loudmouth, stupid chick, I don't care about the rules. I'm going to spit my gum everywhere. Your, your ass is going to jail. In San Francisco, you could poop on the street. You could spit on the street. You know, you could do whatever you want on the street. And then those degenerates start going to the suburbs and they start robbing the nice areas in, in Southern California. You know, that's happening in, in my county. It's a nice county, but people are getting robbed all the time because the criminals from Los Angeles, they don't give a shit. They'll come here. They'll go there. They go to this jewelry store. They go to this Louis Vuitton store. And they're just breaking into stuff every single day because they go to nice neighborhoods where people aren't paying attention. And long story short, 
How does Dubai stop the crime? They make it hard to, to, to commit the crimes. And Democrats are soft. Republicans are like controlled op. They don't do anything. And then someone mentioned to me, Japan. Well, why is Japan so safe if they don't have all those rules? I don't know what the rules are, but demographics is another conversation people don't want to talk about. Most of Japan is Japanese and Japanese culturally, family wise, uh, you know, they're not out doing violent crimes and doing robberies at the rate of other people. They're just not, you know, and th these are patterns that they'll call you racist if you notice. But because I'm complimenting Japan, people aren't going to say it. But long story short, it's like if you can have a population that doesn't act insane, then you can have laxer rules. But if you have a population that can't stop acting insane, then you need stricter rules. And that's what's going to happen to this country. So long story short, it's like the cities are getting worse and all the Republican areas are getting ransacked too. People told me like, oh, I'm moving to, I remember this happened, like some influencers. I'm moving to Fort Worth because Fort Worth is the based part of Dallas. It's so nice. It's so clean. Within a month, they're like, oh, my Cadillac converter got stolen. Oh, I got robbed. It's like in Fort Worth because the criminals don't care where it is. And we have a problem in this country and everyone knows what the problem is because they turn on the news and they can see the statistics of who's doing the robbery and who's doing the violent crime. And Republicans don't want to talk about it because those statistics are not politically correct. So it's a it's a, like avoided at all costs. And let's just wear cowboy hats and tweet law and order while nothing happens. Like that's the Republican card. Like, law and order. That's not law and order. Law and order is what El Salvador is doing. Law and order is what Dubai is doing. I understand if people don't want to do it, then you're just going to get robbed. I don't know what to tell you. It's like, you know, San Francisco is a shithole. Everybody's getting robbed. The suburbs are getting robbed. Everybody in the suburbs are getting robbed now. People in nice areas in New Jersey, Florida, California, you know what I'm saying? It's like people are just stealing crap all over the place because this country is like a free-for-all. So someone needs to get in and fix that. Long story short, the Republicans aren't actually trying. I don't believe that they're actually trying. And that's where I'm at a crossroads with people. They think that if they you know, suck up to Trump enough that he's going to save the planet and every shortcoming he has, it's not his fault. Because he passed an executive order that gave CDC the power to strong arm landlords. You think he's working for you? He just made a mistake. You made a mistake. He doesn't respect you. You don't respect yourself. Why would he respect you? Why would he respect you when you don't even respect yourself? Alpha men, billionaire, top of the pyramid people, they don't always, some of them are nice, but they don't care. Like if you don't care about yourself, they're not going to care about you. Um, so that's where I'm at with this sort of stuff. I think America is going to get worse if Trump wins. I think it's going to get worse if he loses. I think he's just there to basically sheep herd Republicans and, and make them talk about him instead of talking about what's going on and be so unlikable and so annoying and so cringy that they're not even going to win the election. I think they're going to win because when you talk to a lot of these sort of uh, like when I went on uh, a show and I was like, you know, what's the strategy for this? And they're like, well, we don't it's like no one's even thinking like, how do we get other people to think this? It's like, who cares what everyone else thinks? We think this and we like him and we go here and it's like. That's a sh that's not going to work, I don't think. But if you guys want to try it, that's fine. I guess that's how I'm feeling. It's like I log into Twitter every day. And uh, for the first time in a while, I think there was more before. I just look at everything and I'm like, dude, this is just like a clown show. It's like the right 
just milking their base dry. They're just getting them pissed off aimlessly, taking no accountability for the things they did, riling them up, pissing them off, inviting them to places, getting them set up. And then when someone does something really stupid, they look at it and like the left looks at the George Floyd stuff. They're like, yeah, this guy's a hero, this guy. And it's just like a big Fed trap at this point. It's like they're just waiting to piss you off, sell you pillows, tell you to go somewhere, act shocked, fund the Democrats, give them the money, say they didn't do it. It's like, it's all so stupid and fake. And it's like, I don't, I don't even want to play anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's at the point where if the, the San Francisco wants to live that type of life, I don't want to live there. If Republicans want to just dress up like Barbie and cosplay Patriots, I, I have no interest. I'd rather do something else. I'd rather lose money. I'd rather take a break. I'd rather focus on myself and my family for a few weeks, come back, see how I feel, see if, see if I'm inspired to do it, see if I just don't want to. I don't really know. I mean, I'm grateful and appreciative for everything. Nothing's guaranteed. I've been able to create a lot. I'm so grateful for what I've been able to accomplish through the help of people. Uh, and I'm not just saying this without you, without people listening, I have nothing. I never had Daily Wire or Prager. You none of the, all these people want to act like I don't exist because <clears throat> I'm I'm the real deal. You know, if I come in and, and, and I don't know. I mean, Candace has invited me places because previously I shared her video and she appreciates that. But long story short, a lot of these people, uh, I don't think they, they, they want to just act like I don't exist. I never had any money. So <clears throat> to like promote and stuff, as far as like, I'm not spending ads or whatever, everything I've grown to get, it's been people sharing. Sorry, I got on like a little tangent, but like, if you look at some of my Facebook videos, it's got like a hundred thousand shares, 300,000 shares, 400,000 shares, a million shares, 2 million shares that's organic. It's like people sharing my stuff. Without that, I'd have nothing. It's been all user-based. Like a lot of people, they get a donor, they get an investor, they get on a television show, they have a radio show. CNN gave them this. Mine has been from the people, just straight up people sharing, people messaging each other. I have the statistics on Instagram. Some of these Instagram reels I do, they have 80,000 people will share it with their friends in the messages. It tells you those analytics. And it's like, if I'm getting kicked out of these algorithms and I'm not invited in certain spaces, it's not a big deal. I'm just saying the way we've been able to get so many views is because of people. So I'm so grateful. I don't want to act like I'm not or say I'm not. It's just at the point, it's like there's certain people that work in the finance industry and they make millions of dollars, but they're miserable. They hate their lives. Like some of them, like, you know what I'm saying? They just, they, they can't stand it. It's not that terrible, but like, I really don't, I can't even pretend to, I don't like it anymore. I don't like logging into Twitter. I don't like reading the comments. I don't like 90% of influencers. I think they're fake. I think they're lying. I think they know they're lying. I think they're riling you up. I think they're trying to milk you dry. I think they're trying to set you up. I think they're controlled opposition. And it's not really a fun environment to live in because a lot of people see it and a lot of people don't. And it's like, I wouldn't go to San Francisco and run around and say that like the city's getting destroyed. I just leave. You know what I'm saying? And if that's how America is going to be, maybe violent crime is going to get super high. Everyone's going to get robbed. No one's going to figure it out. And I just got to move to the mountains or something. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but if it happens, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just going to do it. I don't want to sit and, and go to a cosplay MAGA convention every day and argue with people who don't actually care about anything. They just want to play dress up like girls play Barbie. And that's what it seems like it is. Like, you know, the top two candidates are the father of the vaccine who probably tried to hire Bill Gates for his White House administration, hired a swamp cabinet, gave Hillary Clinton a standing ovation, printed trillions of dollars, gave $18 billion to Big Pharma, and says that he's the one who brought it here. If that's the front runner of this party, 
the and nobody wants to talk about it and nobody wants to question it and nobody allows real journalism then the party's controlled opposition enjoy your little barbie dress up it's all fake and you're gonna figure it out eventually and you can come crying back when you figure it out because it's not real you're you're getting conned uh and then who's now rising in the ranks of the poll as if republicans couldn't show people that they're so foolish you know they constantly just get stomped on and they're like thank you daddy can i have another it's a pharmacy ceo named vivek rabmaswamy who has public uh, data of how he made his money? You know what I'm saying? Where, where, where he, where he made his rise in big pharma? You know what he was sharing a year ago, what he wrote in his book seven, nine months ago. But I'm the bad guy, right? Because this guy figured out how to tell Republicans what they want to hear. Now he, he's got high IQ communication skills. You know what I'm saying? Just like any con artist would do. It's like, well, he's really well spoken. Yeah, that's what makes you a good con artist. A bad con artist, like, hey, can I steal your money? A good con artist makes you believe they're, they're your best friend. Next thing you know, all your money's gone, and you're like, what the hell? That's a good con artist. A good con artist makes you. I, I got con one time. I got my money back because I'm a boss. But I got con by a guy who made me sign a lease for an apartment and he stole my money and I was broke. So I got my money back. If I, if it was now, I probably would have let him steal it. Maybe not. But like then he took a couple thousand bucks for me and it was all my money and I had nowhere to live. I like literally just tracked this guy down and, and basically told him, get, you better give me my money back, bro. I'm, I'm kind of a boss like that. That was kind of tight. But anyway, long story short, I got conned before and I got my money stolen. The reason this guy stole my money is because he was really good at it. He was just some like you know, he looked like very unassuming. You know what I'm saying? He had like a Southern drawl. He just seemed like a generic dude. You know what I'm saying? It, it just, I never would have thought he was a con artist, but that's what made him a great con artist, a bad con artist. Everyone knows they're a con artist. A good con artist makes you think he's like a normal upstanding guy just renting out an apartment. So, you know, it's like, that's what's like, people are like, well, I like the way he says it. It's like, yeah, that's what makes it convincing. It's like, Ted Cruz is like a mid-tier con artist. You know, Mike Pence is a bad con artist. Trump and Vivek, it's like high-level stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes it so interesting. But long story short, it's like, I don't, I, I, I can't possibly disagree with people less. And I'm not even saying that you can't go to a rally with them, but nobody's pushing back in an accurate way. I mean, Vivek gets fake challenged all the time. He won't come on my podcast, of course. But long story short, it's like, we just got scammed by the Republican Party. We just got scammed by Trump. We just got locked down. They just imploded the economy. I know you don't know this because none of these other influencers will say the truth about it. So now it's like shocking new information when it's literal basic reality. But long story short, you go through all this stuff and we just got scammed by big pharma. We just got scammed by big government. And you're going to let the top two candidates of the opposition be the father of the vaccine who tried to hire bill gates probably uh but nobody wants to ask trump if that's true which it probably is because it's all reported and stuff but if if, if he says yes like i don't know what does that ruin your barbie convention and then vivek ramaswamy a pharmacy ceo who just a few years ago was tweeting george soros op-eds and wrote a book about how he thinks trump's a sore loser but now it's like Dude, he's just, they're just conning you. And I don't, I'm sorry, I don't care if Vivek Ramaswamy is the best patriot in the world. No pharmacy CEO needs to be the freaking head of the Republican Party. Like, are people this stupid? Oh, I like Vivek. Durr. It's like, of course you do. You guys are just as stupid as the left. I want no part of this shit. I don't care. Let the whole thing burn. Let you guys get fooled. I, I hate when Anomaly says that. Guys, did you not live through 20? I don't care about 2020 anymore. Why? Because the father of the vaccine told you not to care about 2020 anymore?
because he's running against Biden and the two of them scammed you. So now you don't care about it. You're just as stupid as the left to me. You're just as idiotic. And it's annoying because it's the country I have to live in the next 20, 30 years. So it's like you're a part of me doesn't want to stop because you guys are ruining my life. You guys are ruining my future. And if you're over 50, 60 and you can't figure it out, it's like get the hell out of the way then and let me do it because you guys are just failing for the future generations. Like grow up. You're a 60 year old man wearing shirts for another guy, like not wanting to admit this is true. It's pathetic. You're ruining your kid's future. You're ruining my future. Get the hell out of the way, you pathetic cowards. It's like people don't want to talk about this stuff. Well, no, it's not like that. Guys, if you're so stupid that after what happened in 2020 and 2021, you want a pharmacy CEO to be the new young guy who's going to take over after Trump. The opposition is controlled. How could it not be? You can't find a better option. Somebody who was actually there when we needed them, not hawking vaccines for Biden. He's like, oh, apparently he brought up the Tuskegee experiment. Bro, he's just saying things that you guys want to hear. How can somebody that references the Tuskegee experiment been on Twitter saying that he thinks everybody that's eligible should get a vaccine a couple years ago? Like, are people this stupid in the Republican Party? If it is, I don't want to call people stupid anymore. That's not fun for me. I just want to ignore you guys like I ignore the left. And I don't care how much money I lose. I don't care what I lose because I'm not hanging around with a bunch of con artists, a bunch of grifters, a bunch of infomercial salesmen, and a bunch of people that they know how easy it is to exploit the Republican Party. And it's sad for me because I know most Republicans are good people. I know that you mean well. I know, and I'm not trying to talk down to, to people watching because a lot of people get this. Some people don't, but it's like I I know that your heart's in the right place. But like, if you're this easy to scam, like the whole the whole movement is moot. And maybe it is, you know. And maybe that's for me to figure out. Maybe I don't need to live where I live. Maybe I don't need to do what I do. Maybe I just need to like you know live somewhere remote and just do something physical that I like in the real world that's not digital and sit on the money I've made and just do something else. You know, I've done pretty well for myself. Could be better, could be worse, but I'm doing pretty well for my age. And I'm not bragging. I'm just saying like, I don't want to do this. I don't care. I don't want to log into Twitter every day. I don't want to argue with people. I don't want to have the same five conversations. The same way the left is like on a loop, the right's on a Trump loop. They say the same four things over and over and over again. When you say this, they say, so what's your solution? What do you do? I'm a man who needs to worship another man that's not Jesus. I call him Trump. And if you tell me otherwise, then I I, I don't know what to do with myself. So I'm going to ask you for a solution. The solution is to not act that way like but how many times do i have to have this conversation i don't want to have it i'd rather literally make no money for five months and live in a freaking sewer than then live this type of lifestyle it's miserable the same people just saying the same things to me over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and it just keeps getting worse because as i'm trying to push against the grain all these other grifter loser influencers that just suck down mar-a-lago steaks they're just constantly feeding you with propaganda, constantly feeding you with like cat turd phrases, the same four phrases over and over and over again, just making your brain turn into mush. So then when you come here, you can't even think straight or talk. And then people say, no, Anomaly, it's just the bots. It's just Twitter bots. And it's like some of them are bots, but people are acting like robots because they're getting programmed like robots. So when cat turd and Donald Trump and these people just say the same four things out of context with no reality to it on loop that's what people think they start acting like robots it's like the election was stolen the republicans funded the stolen election the republicans gave the money for it they locked down they played into it if you throw 50 interceptions and then the ref makes a bad call at the end you still put yourself in a situation where you made it way easier to cheat that's what trump and republicans can do but their whole grift is gone if they tell you and the funny thing is in court 
all these Republicans that are close to Trump are having to come out now and say they don't even believe half the shit they're telling you in court. Because when they're going to court, they're like, no, I don't actually believe that. I, I'm just saying that. Like, It's like, why are they saying that in court? Because they know what you want to hear. So if Vivek comes through and tells you the truth about everything, he's not going to be the second polling candidate. How do you get to the candidate that's going to rival DeSantis as the new young guy who's mysteriously just popping up out of nowhere from Big Pharma? You have to tell MAGA what they want to hear. What do they want to hear? They want to hear what Trump and Republican influencers have programmed to hear over the past three years. They don't want to hear Republicans scam themselves in 2020. Republicans imploded the economy. They want to hear it was only Biden and the Democrats did this to us. That's what people want to hear. It's not true. Their party's in on it. Their party set them up. And guess what? Their party's going to keep setting them up over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Because every time Republicans set you up, they just point and say, well, the Democrats did it. When it comes to the man, mandates of the vaccines. If you go step one, step two, to get to the corruption that is the mandates of the vaccines, it's terrible. I'm against mandates. I voted for Trump in 2020. But long story short, from who Trump hired to where he funded it to how he played in, he did steps one through 25 for the deep state, for the globalists, for big pharma, for everybody you hate, for Gavin Newsom, for the Democrats, for Phil Movie. He did all those steps. And the and a lot of the mandates were going to come on a corporate level, even if he won. He would have stopped it probably for the military, which is awesome. And for some nurses, which is awesome, which is why I voted for him. But this idea, it's almost more convenient for Trump to lose that election because then he could get out of the way and just pretend like Biden did everything when he was in on all the stuff. Oh, and he doesn't even give a crap about mandates like people think he does. He says in interviews, if he were president, everyone would have got the vaccine. He's not this guy who cares about you at all. He says every interview, he's like, if I was president, they would have, uh, you know, my supporters would have lined up to get the vaccine. We were rocking. We were racking. We were giving out a billion shots a day. You know, the mandates only had to come because Biden, people don't trust Biden. He said that in an interview. Like the joke is on you. Like you're the fool. Our, our movement is so pathetic. It's so controlled. It's so fake. It's just Comic-Con cosplay, Barbie dress up for a bunch of grifter influencers that know that selling their soul and sending their supporters to the fire is how they make millions of dollars and sell merchandise. And for the politicians, they know kissing the golden throne and eating the Mar-a-Lago steak is their only survival in the party. And for people like Vivek, he knows telling MAGA what he wants, what they want to hear is the only way to get popular. So he just says everything that you want to hear, but a lot of it is not what you need to hear. So, you know, I don't want to fight or argue. I, do, I just don't. It's like, if that's what the movement is, I'll go back to how I was eight years ago. Eight years ago, I thought more than eight years ago now, Democrats are corrupt. Republicans are corrupt. Both parties are brainwashed. The news sucks. And that's why I did the news. I was like, the news is negative. There's no soul to it. There's no thoughtfulness. There's no compassion. There's no reason. It's all just like propaganda on both sides. The left is going psychotic. The right just fucking blabs like Sean Hannity with his CIA pin. And it's just a clown show. So that's why I got into it. And maybe it's my fault that I thought, and this is where I'm getting to, and I'm not being sad over it. It's just the reality. Like philosophers in history, they have all these ideas and they never work because people just don't get it. But in general, now it's like, I thought that we were going to do something. I thought that people cared. And now I'm starting to get back to how I used to. I'm like, people don't actually want to fix themselves. They want to role play and just play games. And the truth is the country's failing because we're failing. Like I post a thing and it says that the food quality is better in Europe. 
which in many cases is true, like we're being poisoned with our food every day. When Trump's in office, every day. When Biden's in office, every day. I'm not saying to the point you're going to fall over, but our food supply is insane. It's insane to the standards of most of the world. Why? Our pharmacy standards are insane to most of the standards of the world. Why? Because our country is brainwashed. Trump, Biden, it doesn't matter. They're not going to fix it. And you don't care, so they don't have to. And that is the solution for you to wake the F up and start caring and say something. But you never say something because you're brainwashed into thinking Trump's going to do something. So when he doesn't do something, you don't do anything. So we're just on this cycle where they're slowly killing us with pharma and food. And no one gives a shit because the left is insane and they just hate Donald Trump and they hate Republicans. And the right wing is insane and they literally probably slobber over his knob and his shoes for a freaking steak at Mar-a-Lago. And that's the system we're in. And our country is slowly rotting. Everybody's getting robbed all over the place now, and nobody wants to talk about it because they can't think straight because they just say catchphrases like Donald Trump's whittled them into like a, a slab of steak that has seven catchphrases. The election was stolen by your party also, but they'll never admit it because then they can't get fundraising. It's like it's all just a clown show. So in general, it's like that's what's going on. I don't know. People don't want to figure it out. Then whatever. You know, our, our country, it's embarrassing. And then I say stuff like that and people will say like, well, what's your solution then? That's just a fucking, excuse my language. That's just a loser guy saying, I'm such a loser that the truth bothers me and I don't want to stop like living vicariously through a billionaire who doesn't give a crap about me who sells vaccines. So now I'm going to lash out at you because I just want to dress up and play Barbie with my Republican friends. I don't want to actually get results. I just want to pretend to. So then it's all fake. That's like, that's what people really want. You know, it's like, how dare you say that our food supply is messed up? Because Trump, how dare you say that Big Pharma took over? Do, do you not get it? There's only two countries in the world that you can run ads for uh, pills that you get from doctors. Like most of the world, why would you, why would they just throw pills down your throat that a doctor is supposed to recommend? This is the most corrupt country in the world when it comes to Big Pharma. You have Marjorie Taylor Greene and Donald Klump, the father of the vaccines, and Dan Crenshaw and Ron DeSantis, all these people, they all want to go and wage wars on the cartels in Mexico, which will probably create a refugee crisis unlike anything we've seen and destroy America even further because they run the cities and they're going to destabilize it. But long story short, the biggest, I'm not a fan of what they're doing in our country. I think they should be held accountable, but the biggest drug dealers in the world are big pharma. We are some of the most disgusting, degenerate, evil, wicked, self-sabotaging drug dealers on planet earth. And none of these people give a shit. And Republicans, the controlled opposition doormats for Donald Trump are literally trying to put the father of the vaccine and a pharmacy CEO who just read chat GPT of what you want to hear as the two new leaders of the party. We are a joke. Republicans are a clown show. It's a freaking joke. Why don't they care about this stuff? Because they don't think root level. People don't think root level. They think Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. And I'm a, you must be Biden if you don't like Trump. You must be a disimp if you challenge Trump. I've been brainwashed by cat turd and Benny Johnson to just say catchphrases, libtards, dir, 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 dir. It's like people can't think deep or it's like these things won't change. But they will. Why? Because I want him to change. Well, why do you want him to change? Because I like Trump and I believe in him. When I believe in him, I believe in him like Jesus and he's going to save me. And if you disagree with me, I'm a hey. It's like, dude, people are pathetic in this country. It's not going to change. He was in for four years and he probably did more for Big Pharma than even Obama did. 
debatable because Obama helped them with the whole uh, Obamacare thing. But long story short, it's like this is how pathetic Republicans are so attached to Donald Trump that the whole movement is completely useless. They're all like it's like, no, let's not talk about the food we're eating and the drugs that are getting shoved down our throats because there's always going to be a thing that we say. It's like, well, they mandated it. It's like, okay, but what about all this? Well, I can't think of anything else. I only have four catchphrases that I say that everyone else says. It's like this arena is miserable for me. Miserable. I hate it. Can't stand it. Can't stand logging to Twitter. Can't stand talking to people. Don't even like doing videos anymore. I'd rather lose everything than live in this reality for the next three years. Seriously. I'd rather do anything else. I'd rather go off the grid and do like river raft tours. That sounds like a great time. Like I don't I don't care how much I lose. I don't care what social circles I lose. That's what Republicans want. They want to get scammed. They want to keep eating the same poisonous food. They want to keep getting pharmacy pills shoved in their TV commercials. And none of that ever gets addressed because it's the Trump show. Here's the Trump show versus the Biden show versus the indictment show versus the set your supporters up with the feds at the Capitol show versus the father of the vaccine show versus the Moderna show versus the Hillary show or the oh, Hunter Biden laptop show. And no one gets to the root of anything. So it never changes. What's the solution anomaly says someone for the 10 millionth time driving me insane to not be so pathetic. I can't, I don't know what to tell you. It's like, well, how do we fix the fact that the grocery store is making us put a mask on? Well, if every man in my community wasn't a woman and was a man, I can't tell. 90% of these men might as well be transgenders. I don't even care if they wear Trump hats and stuff. They're, they're as good as women to me. And I'm not saying women are bad. I'm just saying like these men aren't even men nowadays, even the conservative ones. But anyway, it's like if every man or woman, but I'm just going to go at men now. I'm going to be sexist. Just kidding. If all the men in my community were men, this would have ended two years ago. It's like it's like January 2022 or some crazy crap like that. And all these loser Republican men that are supposed to be so based and red pilled, they're all like wearing masks at like a, 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 a supermarket and, and they're trying to kick me out. And I'm literally just yelling to people. I'm like, is and this is a conservative area, like one of the most Republican areas in, in, uh, in California. Is anyone alive in here? I'm literally just yelling like I'm in the Truman Show. I'm like, are you guys even real? Like, are you just side characters in a movie show? Like, what are you guys doing? I know this supermarket's like 80, 90% conservative. I know nobody here believes it. Why are you following orders like a damn slave, like a damn sheep? I'm literally yelling stuff like this to the whole Gelsons, like acting like, and they're, oh, what the hell? It's like, if you act like a slave, don't act, don't get shocked when you get enslaved. If you act like an animal and they treat you like an animal and you cry that you don't want to be treated like you're an animal because you like Donald Trump, who cares? You don't even respect yourself enough to stand up for yourself. I know this wouldn't have existed if even 50 or 30 percent of the, the, the supermarket wasn't a bunch of beta sheep slaves. You know what I'm saying? Now you fast forward to the, what do we do about America? It's like if even 30% of America wasn't so cucked by Donald Trump or hated Donald Trump or would like literally lick his foot for a chance to golf with him, like a bunch of losers on the right. If even 30% of you were real men or even 30% of you had a spine or even 30% of you had a brain, this would all end tomorrow because what they're doing to the food industry only exists because nobody talks about it because everyone's running circles around Donald Trump. He's the perfect puppet. The left is so insane that they hate him that they haven't thought about that stuff in five years and they haven't organized against the food stuff like they used to. 
And then the right likes him so much, they don't care. Well, Big Pharma, Trump's in on it. He's not going to fix it. He's in on it. He's one of the swampiest, swa dirty swamp rats when it comes to Big Pharma that we've ever had in the White House, and he's unapologetic about it. He's the only one that'll look you with his little smile and be like, I didn't do anything wrong. I don't care. I'm the father of the vaccine. I saved 100 million lives. I'm so good. I'm Bill Gates Jr. Not literally says that, but you get what I'm saying? And his support base like... I'm a beta. I'm a beta. It's like, oh, but I'm an alpha and I really want success in this country. And it's the left. It's not the left. It's you guys. You guys are pathetic. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to just sit here and call people pathetic, but that's what I think about most of the party now. Most of the influencers, they're pathetic. You know what I'm saying? How do we solve it? By not being so pathetic. If even 30% of the country came together and said, this is disgraceful what's happening with big pharma. This is disgraceful what's happening with the food industry. This could all be fixed because if you love your country, you're going to try to have better food standards. If you love your country, you're not going to allow big pharma to scam you this much. Our, our big pharma scams us, I would say, just as much, if not more than the cartels scam Mexico. Like you want to cry about the cartels, our cartels, big pharma, and they're probably killing more people. But anyway, Long story short, but but the, here's the new CEO who sings Eminem at Iowa Fairs. It's like, what a pathetic freaking movement. But anyway, uh, so how do you, you know, it's like, well, what do we do? It's like, you're not going to do anything. Like what, who's brainwashing the people who would do something? Cat turd. And it's like, here, patriots running circles around the vaccine salesman for four years. Run circles around him. People are like, we're going to get Joe Biden. We're going to get Hunter Biden's laptop. This isn't going to change, and it doesn't matter who wins the White House. It's about the culture. It's about the mindset. That's why the left wins. While you're running circles around Donald Trump and you send your kid to college, they're getting propagandized with liberal stuff, and they don't respect you because you just sit and watch Donald Trump rallies all day, so they don't even like you or respect you. So they're going to be liberal, and now you just lost your kid because you're not paying attention to how the system really works. It's like they control the media. They control the education system. They control the culture. It's starting to slightly shift because of social media, thank God. But in general, it's like while you're running around these doofuses like, 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 like a clown uh, a spectacle, you know they're shifting the world. So now when Obama runs in 2000, he's against gay marriage. Why? Because he couldn't get elected if he was for gay marriage. And then now Trump is waving rainbow flags. Why? Because it's hard to get elected the other way because they've shifted the culture. They've sucked Christianity out of it. They've sucked our morals. They've sucked how America was for hundreds of years when it comes to this type of ideology. And now the Republican Party is further left than, than Bill Clinton used to be. So it doesn't even matter if you win. You're still getting a lockdown. You're still getting vaccine sales. You're still getting socialism. You're still getting Ted Cruz crying about Uganda's LGBT laws. You're still getting the World Bank cutting funding from Uganda. It doesn't matter. Your little barbie meetup where you wear hats it doesn't matter and if you want to think it matters then ruin the future for everyone i don't care but i'm not gonna let you ruin my present moment i'm just gonna ignore all this stuff i don't want to argue i don't want to fight i don't want to make the same videos all the time but i can't live in a world where 95 percent of influencers are pathologically lying to you leading you to hell pissing you off on loop, making you so angry and you just keep getting angrier and angrier because you're not living in reality. You're getting angrier and angrier because this little subplot that they're teaching you is not true because the people that's slapping you on the side, it's not just the left, it's your own people too. And then people get so pissed off and so angry, they do stupid shit. 
They go to the capital for the vaccine salesman. Some people go in, some people don't. Everyone gets in trouble together because when a few dingbats does something, it gets everyone in trouble. And now some guy's out doing death threats to Joe Biden on his, on his Facebook and saying, I'm going to wait in a garage. I'm going to use this gun. You can't do that. It doesn't matter if you're the left or the right. You can't threaten a president credibly with weapons that you own. That's a stupid thing to do. Look at the influencers on social media. Not a single one of them is telling people not to do it. They're just Fed posting. What's a Fed post? A Fed post is when you say stuff that the Feds want you to say so they can investigate you, so they can spy on you, so they can come to your house. It's like basically setting yourself up and setting everyone up. And that's what everyone does. The right wing is like a giant Fed trap because they're so emotionally tangled over these, these grifters that they can't even think straight. It's like... You don't want to do that. They're going to set you up in the same like George Floyd, January 6th way, and not a single person sees it. It's like, it's like, let's just keep making the same mistakes on loop. Let's just be angry. Let's be unreasonable. Let's be unrational. Let's have all the same double standards we have. Don't even get me started about the stupid DeSantis and Trump proxy war. They're both very similar. They're both going to sell out to the same people. They're both puppets. Uh, I think DeSantis is slightly better at actually governing and using his power, but I don't really care that much. I don't think you should trust him. But long story short, now I got to listen to a bunch of people where they're like, well, he's disqualified because he works with Bush. Trump hired 30 Bush people. Well, that doesn't matter because I have double standards. You know, he was endorsed by Soros. No, he wasn't. Soros didn't endorse him. He just made a, a, a prediction. Uh, well, uh, yeah, okay. It was like, well, Trump took like a $100 million loan from Soros at, for his Chicago building. It's like, well, that doesn't matter. But but if DeSantis took the loan, it would matter, right? Yeah. But when Trump does it, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. So what's that called? Double standards like the left? Yeah. We're the left now. You know, it's like, I'm I never liked the double standards. If you believe that, believe it. If you believe that, believe that. But now the Trump movement, he's got them so tangled that in the primary, they don't even know what the hell they believe. Everything they accuse of DeSantis, Trump does all of it. And it's not even just like the normie right-wingers, even the quote-unquote further right that, you know, they're like, oh, Trump's so base, but DeSantis works for Israel. Like, are you going to also lie to your audience and say that Trump isn't doing that same thing? Like, you, like, like DeSantis is doing it, but like Trump isn't like is that what you're telling do people believe that i, I mean you have trump is extremely pro-israel so like that doesn't even make sense all i'm saying is if you're gonna tell like if that's gonna be your thing just tell the truth about it be like trump did this he's compromised the santas is compromised but i just think trump's cool like say that don't be like oh he's based in red pilled and it's like everyone's just lying the whole thing is just so stupid and fake everyone has double standards and i'm starting to realize what it is if you say he does this for Israel, DeSantis, and he's disqualified, but Trump is based, even though he's pushed pretty much the same stuff. You're not a real, like, you're not trying to get this stuff done. Everybody's just Barbie dress up. It's like, you know, some of the people on the right, they remember 2015, they just want to relive their glory days. They don't even care if they're telling the truth. You know, if, if a Bush in this is, is like disqualification, but if Trump does it, it's not disqualification. It's not about the Bush thing. It's it's dress up. You just want to, you like him more. That's fine. But it's like, it's not, don't lie and be like, well, if he does a Bush thing, then that's too George Bushy for me. But if Trump hires 30 Bush people and hires a worse Supreme Court justice than Bush, then I give him a pass. Well, why? Because I have double standards for him. Why? Well, because I like him a lot. Okay. Then just say that. No one says that. That's what happens. So it's like everything's fake. It's like they have as many double standards. They're as big of hypocrites. It's like I don't, I don't, I don't know what I want to do. I appreciate people for even being here listening, but I certainly just don't want to wake up every day and log into social media. Something's off. And it's not just me. Um, 
I do well on social media. I make money on it. I've gained a lot of connections, a lot of resources, things that have changed my life for the better. I love it. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. But with that being said, let's also be honest and, and not talk about me or politics. People aren't happy on social media anymore. I did a poll on Twitter and I said, who actually enjoys social media? Like, do you have a good experience or a bad experience? 69% or 70% of people said they don't enjoy social media. I talked to most of my friends. I don't really know anyone who enjoys social media anymore. Something's wrong. And it's not, this is not a me. It's not a Trump. It's not a Biden. It's just something's wrong. And we're too busy running around these clowns to even figure this out. But it's like, when I first used the internet, it was fun. I'm playing video games. I'm doing all this cool stuff. It's like, I'm so happy to be on the internet. I'm like, I'm a oh man. I'm playing, you know, I played a game called Infantry. It was like a stupid shooter game. Probably looks like dots now. But in, in general, it's like everyone was having fun. In it. You've got mail. The dopamine hit from that. You've got, you've got mail. I'm like two males, my friend. Hey dude, what's up on AOL.com. It was fun. The internet was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. YouTube at first, it was fun. I was rapping on YouTube, got a couple million views, got some label off. Like it was like I was doing contests. I was now I don't know what it is. If it's the algorithm, I don't, I'm not gonna say it's the censorship, but it's also the fact that like they these these social media companies have like figured out how to just milk us dry. How can we make this so addicting? Do you ever sit and just lay on your phone and you're not even enjoying yourself? And there's so many other things you could be doing, but you're just on your phone and you can't get off they know how to keep you on. Their business model is keep these people on as long as possible and make it as addicting as possible. And I'm not blaming Facebook or YouTube because I don't have all the answers. I don't know what to do about it. I'm just identifying that it's not just me and my work. I mean, it's because of my echo chamber that I'm in, or I wouldn't, I would just say like my peers and what they're saying. I just don't, it's not enjoyable for me. But it's not just me. Uh, most people are not enjoying social media. The overwhelming majority of like 18 and 19 year olds, when I was having the time of my life, when I was playing sports, when I was hanging out with chicks, whatever, uh, you get what I'm saying? When I was in high school, these kids, like middle school, dude, I didn't, I don't think cell phones even existed at that point. If it, maybe I had like a flip phone, I don't even remember. I like enjoyed, and, and there's bad parts of high school too, but like it's not, we don't live in the same world. The kids are growing up on the phone. Then the kids are growing up with a mask on their face. Like they don't even know how to exist in reality. It's not good. Uh, I know everybody knows that, but it's one of those things where it's like there needs to be a conversation. If most people are, are using social media and they're having a bad experience and they're not having fun, but they're spending hours a day on it, there needs to be a conversation to be had. Imagine if 90% of people were driving cars and like they were miserable. Like that's social media. Yeah, every nobody even thinks about it where it's like, oh, it just kind of sucks and it's not even that fun. And, and like I I there are fun things, but like as even my most favorite podcast, it's like I'd rather I'd rather live in a world where there were no podcasts and I and everybody just lived in the present moment again um at a certain point. And I don't want to sound ungrateful because I'm so grateful for what I had, but it's getting to the point where it's like at what cost? You know, at what cost do I make all this money on social media? At what cost do I have a huge audience? At what cost do I post on Twitter every day? Now Twitter's paying me. Uh, they paid me a decent amount, like nine, eight, 900 bucks or something just for tweeting shit. So now there's incentive to post on Twitter all the time because they're actually paying me, which is crazy. But it's like, I don't, but for what though? You know what I'm saying? Like, when does, like, when does this ride stop? When does, when does, when does the energy get better? When do people see through politics? If it's just going to be this like loop where, it doesn't feel like people are getting smarter and it doesn't feel like people are having fun to me. Like 
if you read certain books, you know people are not smarter. Like they badmouth everybody in history all the time. Like everything was racist, everything was this, everything was that. Like that's their way of making you think that they're smarter when they're actually not. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I, don't look at history. It's so bad. The Constitution's bad. This is bad. Slavery's bad. Yeah, slavery's bad. But at the same time, Booker T. Washington's smarter than you are. So how was he smarter if he came from that? Like, I'm not saying it's not bad, but like, why are you so stupid? Why is he so smart? When you start asking these questions, they start like freaking out because it's like, no, 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 no. Like, I, like no, the, the, the founding fathers were smarter than every U.S. politician today. And anybody who badmouths them would be like uh, nothing compared to them. You know what I'm saying? The, the guys who are trying to badmouth DeSantis's like history lesson, you know, and, and cover up the story of Booker T. Washington, Booker T. Washington would run circles around them. They're like Trump puppets. They're little like pawns. You know what I'm saying? They just sit there and say, I love the foreign country that they tell me to love or else I can't be here. Okay. What else do I say? They, they can't light a candle to Booker T. Washington, but long story short, it's like, I feel that way about politics now. And I know there's like a movie idiocracy that kind of covers this stuff, but it's like, we all started or some people started really using social media with politics in 2016 to that are people smarter now do i feel like the trump movement's better off now than it was in 2019 i don't i think it's faker than it's ever been it's stupider than it's ever been everyone's lying more than they've ever been they've lost their luster of what made them cool in the same way that people are saying that i've lost some of my luster like I used to like when they called out the double standards of the left. I don't like double standards. I don't like racial double standards when Jewish organizations do it or BLM does it or white people do it. You know, I don't like double standards at all. I don't like bad vibes. I like people that are just honest and raw. I think that'll free us all. But now the right has these same double standards that they cry about. They're like, yeah, I have double standards for DeSantis, but that's because I like Trump so much when he makes mistakes I make excuses for it. When DeSantis does the bad stuff, he's a bad guy. But when Trump does it, he's a good guy. Like it's all, it's all just fake, you know? And I don't want to live in a fake world. I don't want to talk to fake people. I don't want to read fake content. I don't want to argue with fake people all day because arguing with fake people draws you into their world. And then it's like, I don't even live in the present and exist in my own world. So I'm taking a break. I always work. I've worked for years. Um, there's another thing too, that it's like, you know, when you build this audience, you don't want to lose it. You have 1.7 million people on Facebook and then you have 100,000. Like when you stop posting, people don't have to care about me. I'm not like Hollywood on strike. Oh, you need to care. People don't need to care about me. They'll forget about me in three weeks. It's not like, I, yeah, some people like me. I think I'm good at what I do. I'm a competitive person. But the reality is, you know, there's stoners in the basement doing Twitch streams that get a thousand times more viewers than I get. And they're more, they get more viewers than Hollywood. So like Hollywood at sag after is like, we need more money. Maybe, maybe you do need more money. Maybe Hollywood's scamming you. They probably are in the studios. But at the same time, you don't even need to exist. Like no one cares. You know what I'm saying? Like your shows are not like people will watch like Theo Vaughn talk about like, you know, autistic kids at his like middle school before they'll let watch your show 99% of them unless it blows up on Netflix. So it's like, you know, people got this is like people got to be careful of like what you protest and one day you know your industry doesn't even exist anymore because you wanted more money but long story short i don't like to take long breaks because i could come back in three weeks and lose 80 percent of what i built lose the flow lose the audience and i've always not wanted to lose that but then it becomes a rat race it becomes this thing of like well how much did i make last time how much did i make how much what if i don't post like what you know and then you come home from vacation and they ban your tiktok 
Now they, I don't have a manager. They banned my TikTok. They took $800 from my bank account on TikTok, never paid me, never told me why they banned me, can't get my account. And now I'm stressed out about that. I'm trying to make seven videos a week. I get banned here. Facebook has a new program. They demonetize me. They take this. They, I can't stream for four days. It's like, it's always something where when things are going well, you don't want to stop because any day they could pull the rug from you completely and take all your stuff. You know, they don't even need a rhyme or reason and no one seems to be able to stop them or win a lawsuit. So it is what it is, but it's like, you don't want to be ungrateful. So you want to keep working. You want to keep making money. You want to keep putting out content. You want to keep giving people what they want. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's like a rat race. Then you just, it's like, am I even doing Like, what am I even doing? You know, like do, what, what content am I making? I'm just, is this going to be my next year is like people who like Trump just pathologically lying for him and saying the same five phrases on loop, making their angry audience angry and not telling them the full story of how their own party scammed them, making excuses and having double standards for things they don't actually believe and don't give anyone else the benefit of the doubt for. And that's going to be my year. I don't want that to be my year. I don't care what the cost is. I, I got to figure out a different workflow. So I've always done videos most of the time when I'm on a break. I'm going to schedule stuff on Facebook, uh, just old stuff, but I'm going to take a real break. Not, I'm just going to disconnect completely, probably just lose thousands upon more than that. You know, I don't, it's like, I don't, I don't even care. It's like, I just want to not read Twitter. When I go on a cruise and don't look at Twitter, it's amazing. And then I get back. The first thing I say, I'm like, God is great. Someone's like, God's really not that great. I mean, God's kind of great, but I mean, what, oh, who, what's the solution? And I'm like, you're still hating Trump. It's like, that's like that's like every interaction I have on these social media. Some are funny, some are cool, but it's not fun. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sound ungrateful, but like most people are not having fun on social media. You know, if I've made you laugh, if I've showed you information, I've made your life better. I appreciate it. I'll, I have no quit in me. I'll continue to work and continue to do something. I just don't want it. Whatever this is, I don't want it. I don't want to log in. I don't want to read this stuff. I don't want to read comments. I just. It's not fun. And no, and I don't think most people are having fun. I think the minority of people are enjoying this and they probably have something wrong with that. Or they just don't use it that much, you know, and it's very brief. But anyone who's spending hours a day on the internet, I think it's getting to the point where there's more misery and more like suffering than it is, unless you're just listening to a podcast while you're doing something else. I think that's like why podcasts are getting so big because you could double task and do something that's actually enjoyable. So that's my thoughts about everything. <clears throat> I'll still do stuff. I'll still work. I'm not like quitting. Uh, I just, I don't know. It just seems like people are getting stupider. Our party's getting faker. Nobody notices. And the people that are getting ahead in that party are scammers and con artists. And actually telling the uncomfortable truth is, is like, is not popular. So I'm not complaining. It's just like, that's not for me. That's not my tribe. That's not my industry. I don't want anything to do with it. Um, but I also don't want to just let these people destroy the country. I don't want these people to control the opposition for 10 years and run you into the ground. But I do believe that's what's happening. I think the evidence is pointing towards that. And I think that most people are doing it because it's the comfortable thing to do. Why does nobody come to the defense of Neo? Every Most people agree with him in, in uh, you know the rap world, the hip hop world, because they don't want to lose their social circles. Why won't people tell the truth about what's going on in the Republican primary? Why won't people tell the truth about Trump? Why won't people tell the truth about what the Republican Party did to sabotage their own election, not excluding Trump, including Trump? And this is where everybody knows the Republicans are bad, but they say, oh, but excluding Trump. Says who? Says you? 
You say that to yourself because you want to believe this narrative that's not real, which is why the opposition is so fake, is why it's not going anywhere, which, which is why nothing's changing, which is why you ended in a lockdown, which is why he picked a bad cabinet, which is why he hired the pharma swamp, which is why he did just as much as Fauci to, to, to do all this stuff, but nobody wants to talk about it. So you guys are fake too? Why? Why? Why is everyone so fake? They don't want to lose their social circles. It's the same as the left. They don't want to come to the defense of Neo because their side says there's 10,000 genders. So if you're left wing and you think there's only two genders, you lose everything if you say it. So you don't want to say it. And if you do say it, then you got to go to the right side. And there's so many people that are left or right, and they became the same con artists they were on the left. Now they're just wearing a red hat. They're the same path. They're the same liars and the same deceivers that they were when they were left wing. Now they go to the right and they play that whole game. And if you want to be right wing, you have to follow this script for the most part. Not everyone, but it's like if you want to exist in the TPUSA world, you have to have double standards. You have to be a hypocrite. You have to think socialism only sucks when one person does it. You have to just play along to this game. And if you ever crack the, 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 the five phrases everyone's saying and like challenge it from a actual perspective, then you're like the bad guy and you're ruining the fun and just get out of the way, like let people just have fun. So that's why I've deemed it. A, I think it's like the most accurate analogy. It's Comic-Con and cosplay for conservatives. I've talked to people too. And like, they won't say that, but they'll just like admit it. Like, I, I feel this way. I want these things. I feel, I want, I want, I feel. And it's like, okay. So like, it doesn't, it's not about logic or reason. Like you've said for years, it's about your feelings and like things you want. You want to believe he'll do the right. Like, I want him to do the right thing. I think he'll do the right thing. Cause he's mad. He's mad at the left. Like says you following the same things that you're following in years that have not been challenged by other evidence. So it's just getting stale and tiresome. Um, you know, there's other ways to hit the news. There's other ways to do what I do. Uh, I'll figure it out. I don't know what it is, but whatever workflow I've had, it's been great. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep working and doing stuff, um, but I got to figure out something else because it's like the last year, it's just like, it's been extra disappointing because I thought, and maybe this was my fault, I thought Republicans wanted all these things. And I, I maybe I'm stupid. Like, you know, people watch this and like, of course, Republicans don't give a shit. Of course, they're just the other side of the coin. Of course, they're, you know, of course, like the people think like when you, it's like waking up from the Democrats and being like, maybe Democrats aren't who I thought they were. And all Republicans go, of course, they're not who you thought they were. And like the Republicans are being held back by everyone but Trump. Like they get all the things that I'm saying, but their logic is everyone but Trump. It's everyone's fault but Trump. Guys, Trump, wants credit for the vaccine more than Fauci. And I'm not just talking about mandates from the funding to it, to the emergency clause. Like he's in on all of it, all of it. And he's proud of it. But you just tell yourself that he doesn't want credit and it's just Fauci and we need to prosecute Fauci. Why? It's your, your whole ideology is fake. It's comic. You're like big pharma comic con cosplay where it's like he's sitting on stage telling you that he wants full credit for it, but you won't give him credit. Because if you gave him credit, then you'd realize he's not who he says he is. Who he's not. He's not, you know? But if I, he says he wants credit, more credit than Fauci and the FDA for, for this product, but I'm not going to, I'm going to not give him credit for it because if I do, then my whole, my whole social circle is ruined. My whole, my, everything I'm doing doesn't exist anymore. And it's like, I don't know. I, maybe I'm stupid, but I thought the Trump and the Republican movement and the MAGA movement, I thought it was like a truther movement trying to like get results and hold the government accountable and, and make America great again. Uh, maybe I'm stupid. I thought it was all those things. 
but it's not. It's Comic-Con cosplay dress up for a bunch of, you know, alpha men to wear clothes and and and, and do what girls do to Barbie, just like dress up and play make believe for a couple years. They don't like and if if you prove that like it's not true, they'll freak out at you because it's like they just want to believe in it the same way, you know, Star Wars cosplayers believe that they're Han Solo. It's like I like cosplayers that dress up for Star Wars because they know it's not real. At the end of the day, they go home and know it's not real. Republicans think it's real. That's why it's like weirder and they're ruining everything. So it's like, yeah, the Democrats suck. But like, you get what I'm saying? It's like, well, no, you don't understand Anomaly. He's not a politician. It's like he was the president for four years. No, you don't understand Anomaly. He he doesn't take donor money like DeSantis. Yes, he does. No, but he doesn't take money from them. He, he did, though. Here's Here's proof. It's public. Well, that's not enough to that's not enough to bribe them. Why why is that not enough to bribe them? Cuz you don't want to believe that it's real. It's like it's it's cosplay. It's Comic-Con. It's dress up. Republicans are playing dress up with their with their doll. They don't want to they don't it blows their mind to think that they actually have to do something and it blows their mind to think that like all their problems are not going to be solved by a billionaire who was friends with Hillary Clinton before he ran and gave her a standing ovation. Like if that blows the mind of Republicans and even the thought of that freaks you out, this is not my, this is not a place I want to be. I don't want to hang out with people like this. They're going to get set up by this guy. They're going to get deceived. I'll vote for who I need to vote for in local elections and possibly national elections. But this is not what I thought it was. So to, to end this, like I'll figure it out. There's other stuff. I'm still going to do content, but like whatever this is, I'm getting to the point where either I need to stop doing it completely or just ignore everybody, which I've never done. Cause it doesn't, I mean, this is where I'm at. I'll read comments afterwards. Um, how do I do news analysis while ignoring what everyone's saying? It's, it ruins my whole job. You know, it's like if I have to ignore Trump and not talk about Trump and not talk about 90% of Republican influencers and challenge what they're saying and make videos that Vivek, it doesn't, his story doesn't really add up to me. Like if I, if I can't do that, then it's, I have to do something else. I mean, there is a way to do cultural stuff. I guess I could just play stupid and act like Trump doesn't exist. Like if I, when I say like Republicans scammed us in 2020, like nine out of 10 people will be like, heck yeah, they did. And then I'll be like, Trump was the head of the Republican party in 2020. And they're like, heck yeah, he was. And I'm like, Trump scammed us in 2020. And that's when like seven out of 10 people walk away and they're like, geez, what do you hate him? What? It's like, you just agreed with me. But when I put Trump's name in there, it freaked you out. Cause like you can't give, he has no accountability. You tell black people and you tell minorities, Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Take accountability for your life. Take accountability for your ancestors. But you won't even take accountability for what Trump did. You guys are hypocrites. If you're going to tell minorities and black people and, his, and everybody else to pull themselves up by their own bootstraps, I agree with that message, but you also have to too. If your party printed and funded the ballots that ended up ruining the election for you, you have to take accountability for that because it was in the CARES Act and it gave them the funding and it gave them the emergencies and the reason to do it. And Trump's proud of it. So if you can't even admit he did that, you're no better than the left. You have no accountability. Trump has no accountability. He like everything he does is not his fault. Every mistake he's made, it's it's the most bizarre psychotic cult like religion psychosis I've ever seen. Like it's getting as deranged as leftists who don't know gender. It's that bad to me. It's like what part? Like if you throw 50 interceptions in the fourth quarter, doesn't mean you're a bad 
candidate. You just got to not do that again. But how are you going to not do it when you don't even admit you did it? It's like the Republicans are living in la la land. They're dressing up as Barbie. They just want to hang out. They don't want to take accountability for what their party did. If I said Republicans set up us for failure, yes. Republicans scammed us in 2020, yes. Republicans worked with Big Pharma in 2020, yes. Trump worked with Big Pharma in 2020, fact. No, 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 I'm a grown man who just can't accept reality, but, but the liberals don't accept reality, but I also don't accept reality, but, uh, but it's different when I do it. Cause I, I, I wear red shirts. It's like, it's cosplay comic-con for adults. And it, I think it's pathetic. It's insane. So what, what do I do? You know, this is, this is moving forward. Do I live a miserable life and just hate my job every day? The whole gist of this was like not hating my job, having purpose, serving the country, serving people, doing something I loved. But I'm not the type of person that could just swallow my pride and slurp down Mar-a-Lago steaks for money like all these other losers. And when I call them losers, they never say anything because they know compared to me, they are a loser. They're like, I would say something, but honestly, Anomaly's right. I wish I was the man he was, but I'm not going to say it publicly because I want to make my money off. It's like, they know. I know they know. It's okay. You know, everybody plays a role in this world. I just can't bring myself to be that type of person. But if you can and you could cash out on it, it is what it is. I guess these people think, well, that's what people want. Who am I not to give them what they want? You know, that's what they want to hear. Just give them what they want to hear. If it's 70% true and 30% false, whatever. I guess I'm better than the left and I have a lot of money now so I could retire and, you know, hang out with my, it's like, I get it. People justify it. The same people justify other things. Why does 90% of the country work for a company they don't even like and sell a product they don't even believe? Most of the money being generated in this country is people working for companies they don't even agree with. Why? Because that's what you do to make money. So I think a lot of news people are thinking that as well. It's like, well, I used to work for this company and hate what I do and make money. So now I might as well just tell Republicans what they want to hear and, you know, just tell myself I'm, I'm just, it is what it is. Someone's got to do it. I'm just not that person. I, I never did this for that reason. I never wanted to be a politician. I wanted to tell the truth. I wanted to be better energy. I wanted to be more accurate. And if, if that's not wanted in this climate, then I don't want to keep pushing against the grain. I think the, the only solution that I see is like, you know, doing something like Russell Brand, where like Russell Brand, like, you know, he just kind of like says stuff, but he doesn't really like name names. Like, you know, he's not going to like, criticize Trump too much because he knows a lot of his audience likes Trump and he might believe it, but he won't say it. So he's got to just do this round. And it's a smart marketing way of like saying it, but not really saying it. You know, he does a good job. Maybe I'll just do something like that where it's like, I don't, I won't say specifics. I'll never mention Trump's name. I'll just be like, Republicans scammed you in 2020. People are like, yeah. You're like the Republican leadership scammed you in 2020. Yeah. Trump was the head of that and he worked with Fauci. No, 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 no. It's like, yeah, I, I can't live this way. I don't want to don't want to fight with a bunch of children that are somehow mysteriously older than me. It's not fun. I, I don't know. Like maybe I'll just cover other things and never talk about politics. I don't know. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just do what other people and do and like just do like cultural analysis. You know what I'm saying? I won't even say the names Trump or RFK or DeSantis, uh, you know, and just like comment on things. Just be like, Wow, Neil deGrasse Tyson, so dumb. Wow, Lizzo, she's pretty fat, isn't she? But she's calling other people fat? Damn, that's crazy. Whoa, a blue-haired liberal girl at college campus is a socialist. Dang, that's crazy. You know, maybe I'll just do something like that, and I, I don't want to do that, but honestly, it might be more fun. If I could just, like, make jokes and just be a comedian or something, maybe I'll just, like, ha, 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 the left is so dumb, right, guys? Um 
it might be less stress, you know, because I'm not worried about labor. I just, I don't know. At a certain point where I'm like, what? It's been eight months and people are just getting dumber. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to read a few comments and I'm going to roll out. Let me know what you guys think. I'm going to spend time with my family. I was going to do that anyway. I'm gonna be on a I'm gonna be on a big podcast in the next couple of weeks that you'll see. Um, I'm going to be on a news show in the next couple of days or so. I have a few things that I'm doing, and then I'm just gonna schedule stuff, think about stuff, and uh, I don't know. If you've ever gone on, if you've ever gone on like a vacation and not done social media or taken like a three week break, when you come back. Like nothing has changed. It's like you see it more when you leave. And I'm I wanna I wanna do good work. I just I don't know. I just don't want to be a part of this. Like when I go on vacation, I turn my phone off for a week or something, and I come back, I it's never fun. It's never I never like log into Twitter and be like, this is so fun. It sucks. It's fake. It's weird. It's like people are just pissed about shit. And it's like the same thing they were pissed about last week, but nothing's changing. And it's like the new topic. And they're all, and then it's new. It just feels like we're being just like thrown around and like everyone's miserable and yelling, but like nothing's changing because like root level stuff, like I'm talking about the food quality in America, pharma, the fact that both parties tax you too much, the fact that both parties scammed you in the last two administrations, like everything I said, no one wants to ever talk about. It's it's like the people are addicted to like the drama of the fake political puppet circus and it's it's actually pretty solid now. You know where it's like the plot is like really engaging to people even though it's not any realer than it was with like Obama and Romney, but it's like it's just it's so dramatic now and they got so many good plot lines to it that like people are addicted to it and it's like it's just crazy. Um someone said Bill Gates in China Trump took a meeting with Bill Gates in 2018 and then Trump passed his executive order in 2019. You don't need to go to China for Bill Gates. He's American and he works with Donald Trump. But you don't want to know that, right? It's like you just want to be like, oh, China. Imagine if Bill Gates in China. It's like he doesn't even need he doesn't even need to work with China to get to you because he could just work with Trump. And you'll never know because like you like him so much that you don't want to even think that that happened, even though it like literally did happen. And everyone knows it happened. All the influencers know, but they just don't want to report it because that ruins their whole Barbie parade. Um, someone said, ignore the trolls. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, it's not even just trolls. It's just like, what's the point? You know, like at the end of the day, people, I, I don't, I don't want to, I, I don't know if people don't want to get it then i don't want to spend time being angry or upset that people don't get it do you get what i'm saying because like if you're living in san francisco and you're like freaking out every day that people aren't getting it like you're in the wrong place you know what i'm saying like san francisco i don't know if this is still on it might be off but if it is enjoy a few weeks folks i'll be back and i'll be talking about stuff probably just Figure out a way to talk about current events and news without talking about politics um, and like specifics because people don't want to hear specifics. Um, hopefully, hopefully it ends.